what's up guys welcome to the flow t cast for episode 77 yeah it's the big 77 the first podcast of the new year 2022 dog wild i had to think about that for a second because like we did one last week but it was on the 30th this is oh. or was it no it was the 30th because new year's eve was on a friday, friday i was yeah. getting bodied at work it was fine whatever so we've made it 2022 it's the 10 year anniversary of everybody thinking that uh the world was gonna end you know 2012 the whole nine yards that was the thing bro it's the 10 year anniversary of that also it's 22nd anniversary of people thinking the world was gonna end that's well. right y2k bro <laughs> it's probably the 56th anniversary uh speaking of anniversaries r.i.p my girl betty white real quick Oh, for sure, man. Let's for let's sure. get that out of the way. That's probably about- the saddest thing that happened in 2021. Oh. And what a detrimental way to end a horrible year in the first place. Like, I mean, was that in 2021 or was No, yeah, she she on New Year's the day we dropped the podcast, bro. Oh or no, yeah. no, it was New Year's Eve. She like yeah, she like was like screw this, I'm not saying 2022 and she left on New oh, Year's that's Eve. That's right. Think, yeah. And uh, also, RIP my boy John Madden, thinking about you too. That is another one. My wife didn't know who John Madden was. I had to go through the history. I don't even sports guys. You guys all know that. But yeah, but everybody knows playing... Madden football. Yeah, and I grew up playing his games, right? Because my older brother right. is really into football. So I was always playing the game. I, I He was iconic, you know. And when I heard he passed, it came as a surprise because I honestly thought he was already gone. But um then i was sad all over again i didn't mean to lie i didn't mean to chuckle but i mean they're, they're, both of them were getting up in age right john madden was in his 80s and betty white was two weeks away from 100 that's just a that that's horrible like it really is it's not funny i'm trying not to laugh but it's like i mean it's ironic though right if you can't laugh yeah. at irony then what are you gonna laugh at like I don't know. Rest in peace to the both. They were legends in their own right. Uh, Definitely amazing in their craft, but uh, we should definitely hit some higher points on this podcast coming up. Yeah. Yeah. We only go up for, we, we did the lowest of lows. We only go up from here. So Scott, how has 2022 been treating you? Big man. What's going on? We made it so far. I've seen more snow this year than I have in the rest of my life combined. So I don't know what the hell is going on there, but, uh, um other than that man it's a lie bro it was worse last year so funny story it at my house we didn't see any snow last year oh yeah it was me getting bodied by the snow i had to travel up to where you are or you know down a little bit it's just the snow missed us but we got like four or five inches when it was crazy and it's supposed to snow again tonight so uh shout out for being in the south where i thought i was going to avoid this forever but uh other than that man, man working every day again went back to work this week so you know how it goes yeah yeah it's been it's been rough as far as weather goes it was like what was it sunday like literally at the turn of the year we had a massive storm big tornadoes literally closed walmart down bro i never thought that day would happen that I'd be working at a Walmart and it was closed. And then right after that was when we got the snow. And then today, bro, it was freezing cold. Like they were talking icy roads. Like when I got up in the morning, so I didn't even know if I was going to go to work today at all. I ended up going to work and like, 
I can only do a half a day, bro, because like it was raining and it was like below freezing. So it was freezing rain and I can't wear gloves and push carts because like the gloves get soaked and my hands are frostbite anyway. So like, I was like, OK, you guys got me till 11 o'clock and I'm out like I can't do, do they, this. Today. Do they provide like hot hands or anything to like put in your pocket? Yeah, yeah, they provide all that stuff, but that stuff don't work, bro, when it's raining. Yeah, I mean, unless you got like a weatherproof jacket, a windbreaker, or like a poncho, that still didn't work, bro. <laughs> I was wearing it. <laughs> Nothing worked when they when they provide the rain gear, bro. It just rips on you, and it's it's bad news. And then plus, not only that, because I had to layer up. If I put that on, that's another layer. I was already sweating on my core, and like I was feeling like I was getting sick because I would sweat, and then I would cool off. Like I, I would have extreme yeah uh temperature regulations and i was like i'm i'm about to go down bro like <laughs> no, i, I told him it was like 11 o'clock i was like that's it that's all you're getting from me you're getting a half day uh, be be glad because i shouldn't have even showed up i don't understand how they like i went to walmart earlier and uh like the, the guy out there was like pushing the cards back in and there was only one lone guy out there at my walmart and i'm like i don't understand how you're doing he looked happy as a clam though considering it was like you know 30 degrees and raining but i mean maybe he crazy. just got there he might have just got there I mean, he probably knows? just got there bro because i was i was there for 30 minutes and i was like already looking at my watch usually it's about two o'clock where i'm like okay bro it's time to go but i mean for the most part i don't hate the job <laughs> it's just when that happens and those yeah. are very rare usually rare occasions and it was just like enough is enough i'm done but 2022 hasn't been too bad we started our uh i don't want to say full-time because like i'm not full-time doing this but we started streaming on youtube regularly i've already uh done two two streams three two something like two. that two you've done two, two. because yeah. it, it actually notifies me twitch stopped notifying me oh for whatever yeah. reason i was and wondering then, why uh, you were popping in on those and not the other ones yeah, YouTube's like, yo, watch your boy. Watch your boy. And if I don't immediately watch you, give it 30 minutes. It'll tell me, yo, watch your boy. So <laughs> Be like, hey, you know your channel's live. Your channel is live, sir. <laughs> it is nice that, like, lets me know that I got, like, a little wrench. It's like, hey, you can kick people out if you want. Luckily, yeah. I haven't had to do that yet, except for like bots or whatever. But uh, yeah. it is it is kind of cool. I'm like, oh, I got a wrench. I was also speaking of YouTube. We did just drop a video today. Uh, Scott, my boy, Scott here, you know, co-host, big man working every day. I was also working on an ice rider list that he dropped. And I couldn't think of a, a cool uh, title. So we just put delete Tinder play ice rider Cali Rex VMAX. You're welcome. <laughs> That's the best way to do it. I mean, you're going to get more dates playing Ice Rider. You could just ask. Uh, I mean, it's the wintertime. <laughs> <laughs> it's the winter wonderland, all right? Ladies love horses, and they love snow. So there you go. Melanie's in it. Yeah. That's the yeah, only we got thing you really need. <laughs> Facts. Anyway, anyway, we got a show for you guys for episode 77 Mr. Scott, have you been playing in any tournaments in the last week or so? No. Have you done no. anything? I have played Pokemon on the ladder, uh, but I don't generally play in online tournaments just because the timing isn't right. Um, and my son was down, so I couldn't dedicate that much time to playing in tournaments. But 
Um, I've been playtesting a ton. That's good. Yeah, because we got a big one coming up soon. We'll talk about that a little bit. Um, I played in one. I feel like I played in the late night series, but then I remembered, no, I did not play in the late night series. I'll get to my spiel on all those things later. But I did play in my boy Josh Sutherland last minute. I was even looking, bro, this is what happened. I was looking on Play.Limitless, right? And I was like, it was Tuesday night, and I was like, dude, tonight's a good night to stream on YouTube. Well, you can subscribe to the channel. Anyway, I'm just kidding. I was like, I should uh, see if there's a tournament going on tonight at the appropriate time that I want to play in them. Looked, nothing. And I'm like, all right, well, I guess I'm not going to stream tonight because I don't feel like playing the ladder. I'll, I'll rip a YouTube video real quick and then probably go watch, like, Dragon Ball or something. And uh, I'm scrolling on Twitter. And I see that he posts a link and he said, this thing starts in 30 minutes. And I'm like, motherfucker, that was a tournament that I can play in at the appropriate time so I can start streaming. So I'm like beelining it to the computer. I'm bitching out Josh Sutherland on the Discord server. I'm like, what the fuck, bro? He's like, check play.limitless. I was like, I did. He was like, I posted it this afternoon. I checked in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like grounding around trying to get, you know, get the plugs going, get the, get the thumbnail. Cause we do thumbnails now and get the deck submitted and everything and hit the go live button right when round one started. And I went two and three and dropped and went, uh, went to sleep. <laughs> That's all I played. Though. I played new V max though. It was a lot of fun because it's mu V max. I didn't put on our uh, talking points today, meta updates, because it's a, uh, what is it, Scott? Go ahead. Uh, it's Muse World, and we live in it. Uh, facts, and I, I don't have much else. I'm, I'm running out of, I'm running out of metaphors here, bro. I'm running out. Although I, I did I, see an interesting Hoopa V Genesect build. Be on the lookout for that one. I'm going to be, uh, I'm going to play that. I once. mean, it seems so, like, here's the thing, right? Uh, I mean, we all know. I like to play things that are uh, outside the norm of normality. Outside the realm of normality is a better way to put that, I think. And uh, what I'm figuring out is if you're dark, you beat Mew and lose to everything else. If you're not dark, you lose to Mew and that's it. <laughs> so it's like you gamble you're like how many muse exist am i gonna hit six muse in this eight round tournament if so let me play this dark dot deck if uh if you're gonna hit anything else you gotta play something else and just take the l or hope mu does mu things and you know misses coin flips there was a band uh mu v max band tournament that jolteon won that doesn't surprise high. me at all. That deck is yeah. fantastic. That deck's gas. I ain't gonna lie to you. I like that deck a lot. Jolteon, it's pretty good. Oh, funny thing is, is uh, I don't have much on PTCGO anymore because I mortgaged my future for Mew VMAXs. And I was like, man, Scott's over here carrying the load doing these deck profile videos and I'm running out of ideas, so I need to do some deck profile videos. 
So I uh, traded two Mew VMAXs to pick up 65 packs or whatever. And uh, apparently what I needed was only like 20 packs. <laughs> so I was like, wow, I, I kind of overshot on myself. And so I was like, you know what? I'm a gambler, man. Let's open them. I got my two Mew VMAXs back. I so, hate you so much. Bro. And then, oh, and then when Scott was on on the YouTube and I was opening packs, I pulled the full art Mew. Whatever, it's fine. Not a big deal, bro. I'm... Oh my gosh, that's a funny story. So you pulled out a line, and I mentioned it then, but I'll go ahead and tell the story now. So my son, in order to get him to go to the store, a lot of times I tell him we're going to pick up Pokemon cards, right? Because like, he loves Pokemon cards, so we'll go to like Target or Walmart or whatever, and we'll pick up whatever booster pack they have, and. You know, up until this point in his life, he hasn't pulled any, like, real good cards. You know? Yeah, so, he, like, he pulls, like, you know, hollows or whatever, and he thinks they're special because, you know, he's young, um, and he's just learning about the game and stuff like that. But he hasn't pulled, like, a full art or, you know, alternate art or anything like that. I think he's pulled, like, a Reshiram Charizard GX one time. This is only, like, you know, relatively decent pull. And so we're opening his three packs that he got and uh they're fusion strike and uh he opens his one it's garbage he opens his second one it's worse garbage right um and then he opens his third one and this guy pulls uh regular art sparkle a reverse hollow sparkle and a mu v full art and he's flipping out i'm like what what did you pull buddy and i look at it and as i'm looking at this full art sorry for the collectors out there he's showing me this full art swinging it around in his hand bending the fuck out of it it went from <laughs> it went from 20 or 25 dollars whatever it's worth to like three in like two seconds but he was the most hype kid i've ever seen in my entire life bro it still doesn't beat my base set charizard i pull as a kid bro i left it in my wallet Bro, that's the best place for base set Charizard. I feel like that should be worth more. Like, if you were a kid and you had a base set Charizard and you find it in your old, like, Lego wallet you had as a kid, if you could prove that that's where it's been for this many years, then you deserve... That should be PSA little kid. And it's, like, Bro, 400 grand right now. I, I, I think it's up in my mom's attic still. But I saw it, like, six years ago and I about cried. <laughs> I was like... What the fuck were you doing, kid? <laughs> we didn't know any better, bro. Like I know I, I was sure know that I had a Charizard at one point and I probably <laughs> traded it for like a Dotrio. You know what I'm saying? Like Yeah. I was like, Mom, why didn't you tell me? She's like, How am I supposed to know that if we got that graded and it was a, a whatever the highest grading when you pulled it out of the pack, if it if it came back that way, that it was gonna be worth that much money. How am I supposed to know? I'm like, Mom. I don't even know if PSA or Becky was trading Pokemon cards at that point, though. You know what I'm saying? I like, I don't either. But like, at least put it in a frame or something. I have a Steve Eiserman trading card from 2000 that's in a frame. I love that thing. I have a couple Emmett Smiths in frames. Shout out. Well, Dallas what Cowboys. was special about that is it came from the Joe Louis Arena. Anyway, we're getting off topic already. <laughs> All right, <laughs> so. I played in that tournament. I went two and three. By the way, the underground tournament, Sableye and Teleon won, which that's a hot deck coming out. A lot of people are talking about that one, which you just said earlier. If it's dark, it beats Mew, which it beat Mew in the finals. Shocker. Yeah, that, uh, that deck is a funny deck because it's just a couple cards different from two other like rogue dark decks that are uh, doing 
pretty well in their own right. So that was yeah, so, so I will say. I've been seeing this one with the wheezings, and it, Ross Cawthorn wasn't playing the wheezings, right? No, Ross. That Cawthorn was a re-addition to an old edition. Yeah, so somebody had the bright idea. They saw Ross doing well with his uh, abomination of an amazing deck. I don't know how else to put that. That was the most fun I had with literally the deck that shouldn't do anything, uh, making that video and playtesting that. Um, and then somebody took that idea and they said, hey, uh, let's do this this other one, right? The Josh um, Sutherland special, the Dead Dome, is that as he called it? Well, yeah, so somebody took the, the Wheezing and was like, that's a good card. Uh, and somebody took the Ross deck, which has terrible matchup spread. Um, and it's like super big brain to beat some matchups, right? And super lucky. And they're like, how do we fix those matchups? Well, you add Weezing to shut off abilities, right? And so that's kind of what happened there. Uh, it made it more inconsistent, but better overall, right? If that makes it, mm -hmm. if that makes any sense whatsoever. Um, yeah. It it's missing. It, it seems good. Some of the tools, you know, like they're like it doesn't have Glaring Moltres V, which wins you games sometimes. But Sableye pretty much makes up for that fact and cleans everything up. So, right, it is what it is. I, I was just thinking about the original one without the Weezings, and I'm like, how do you beat Jolteon? You don't, right? You don't. At all? Uh, yeah, so I like you think can so. get super lucky and like basically just like hit it to where you only let them take two prizes, two prizes, and then they miss taking a two-prizer, right? Like, you force up, like, you go to attack with, like, Galarian V, um, or something, or Galarian Moltres V, and so they miss that two-prize that one turn, and then you come in and you clean up with the, uh, with the regular Galarian Moltres, and that's the only way you can win. You gotta make them play into five prizes somehow, which is, like, basically involves you playing into them not having a boss which feels terrible because they always have a boss there that's good i guess it's fine i i, I want to try it i want to try the deck i'm pretty sure i have all the pieces for this if you actually don't. i'm looking at it i totally have all the pieces for this i'll just trade him uv and spend four packs to get the rest of it and then open it back up not a big deal i mean i'm, I'm whatever scared. I'm certain that I have an abundance of all those pieces for some reason. <laughs> yeah. We'll be all right. Another tournament I played in, I played in a Digimon tournament on accident. Uh, I'm not going to bore you guys with the details. I had a lot of fun. That's it. Jessmon's broken. So you and, lost. Uh, I went one and two and went home. Oh. Yeah. But I won a game. That's, that's... I got a participation award. It was one booster pack. I didn't know Pokey Collect did Digimon tournaments. That was crazy. I didn't know that either, actually. I like <laughs> I was on the phone with my wife because she thought I thought I was going down to play with Bean and hang out with him. And I got on the phone and I was like, I got roped into a tournament. She was like, uh huh. I'm like, I'm serious. I had no idea this was gonna happen. That's actually So now that I said it on the podcast, if she ever goes back back and listens to this, she'll know I'm telling the truth. So had to get that out there. But the big thing for us, though, for us as in Scott and I, we are playing in a 1K tournament next weekend? Next weekend, yeah. The, the 15th. Wait, is that a Sunday? That's a Saturday. Oh, so that's definitely the 14th. No, that's the 15th. You're no, right. Correct. All right. I I'm stupid. That's on me, bro. 
That's I on mean. me. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. So uh, we're playing in a 1K. Uh, hopefully, all of our homies pre-registered for it already. But um, by the look at your face, I don't think you pre-registered for it. So I don't even know where to go, bro. Uh, Nobody sent me a link, or I don't even know where to look for it. So I'll I'll send you. The I link. thought I could just I thought I could just show up and sign up. You might do I need my pop to... ID. No, 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 no. You do need a deck list, though. Uh, you might be able to show up and just sign up. Oh, uh, yes. Yeah, I don't know what I'm playing. So last time... Oh, has a gap? Yeah. Uh, you don't need to sign up with the deck list, but you need to prepay, um, preferably, I'd imagine, because it has a cap of, like, 96 players. Um, and last time I played at a 1K with a cap, I didn't pre-sign up, and then I got there, and the only reason I was able to play was because I had flown all the way to Florida to play in the event. So... Uh, I don't play any games anymore, so um, I pre-registered. Send me the link. All I'm right, trying to find you. it. It's on the uh, group chat. Oh, I found it. I found it. Don't worry about it. Keep talking about it. Yeah, so we're playing this 1K. It's at... I'm probably going to pronounce this wrong. Epica? Epicos. Epicos uh, Games in chattanooga uh, i've never been there never played never been to chattanooga my wife loves it though so uh, she's excited to go just to go hang out in chattanooga and um we uh we're excited to see a lot of the tennessee people i'd imagine are going to show up uh everybody from tlng and things like that so uh, i'd imagine some georgia people chattanooga is not too far from georgia either so it should be a really really stacked tournament um and it'll give me sort of a a feeling of what it might be at at you know what, coming up. So you know what uh you know what's close to Chattanooga? What's that? Relatively Atlanta. You know who needs to show up? Oh, the old Mike Morton. Michael Morton. So Mike Morton, if you're listening to this one, I expect to see you Saturday, January fifteenth. Bring your A game, because I'm bringing my B game and that's all I need to beat you, big dog. Oh my gosh, you're going to get bodied <laughs> by him exclusively. Chill, 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 chill. No, you're going to hit him round one. No, 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 no. He's going to whoop my ass, though, for real, for real, because I said that. Like, not even in the cards. He's just going to meet you outside. Yeah, he's going to be like, what would you say to me, boy? I'm going to be like, nothing. What's up? <laughs> I didn't say nothing. He's going to be like, you said you're going to whoop my ass? I was like, no, 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 not me. That must have been a Steven with a V. Oh, Never heard God. of that guy. Never heard of him. But yeah, yeah not... so um, if, you, uh, if you're playing that tournament, let me go ahead and give you a quick metaphor cast. Uh, oh, well, what you been testing, bro? What you been testing first? Oh, what have you... I been testing? Yeah. Anything I can get my hands on. Um, I'm trying to find a deck that has at least a 40-60 against Mew. Um, and still has a pretty decent shot against everything else. Um, I don't feel like I should hard counter Mew, because if I do, then I lose to other things that also do the same a lot of times. So I'm kind of in this limbo where I think that the field is going to be stacked with Mew VMAX. Um, so there will be techs against Mew VMAX, so Mew VMAX might not be the play, but at the same time, like... I don't know, man. I've been I've been testing wheezing. Uh, I've been testing the uh, the Hoopa uh, sort of like hard counter. I've been playing the shit out of Jolteon. 
Uh, and I've been playing Ice Rider. I've been playing a lot of Ice Rider. Um, so we'll see. Uh, I've been, I've been, uh, I've been playing Mew. <laughs> that... I feel like that's it, man. In a tournament like that, what over? You set a cap at ninety six, right? I think it's ninety six. Yeah. So Ice, that's the thing. Max you is not, yeah. Super hyper, like if you go super hyper consistent and just play Mew and just like hope that you only hit one auto loss or hope that they dead draw. Cause that's the thing is some of the auto, like auto losses to Mew are hyper inconsistent. So you can just body them by donking is them. It, right. So is it best of one or is it best of three all day? That's the other thing is I have no idea and I couldn't find the information anywhere. So um, if you know the information, hit us up on Twitter and let us know. Or just keep us in the dark so you win automatically. Oh, I got to figure out who's streaming this thing. Like, if I can, uh, if I can uh, hop on a hop on a game real quick. Like when you like go when like O three drop and you can yeah. just and be like, yeah, hey, be hey, 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 have you heard of me? I'm the Floaty Cast. What's going on? They're gonna be like, the fuck out of here, and I'm gonna be like, oh, oh, my oh bad. okay, then, okay, then. I thought y'all wanted some lunch, but like now that you said that, nah, nah. I'm gonna you go get to my own whopper. <laughs> I'm gonna eat in front of you. I won't get a whopper, but I'll, I'll eat in front of you. I'm we gonna don't, get my own do gas Burger station, King here. bacon, egg, and cheese. But nah, 96 people, uh, prize pool guaranteed at 40. So like, not quite 50, percent but like roughly, I want to say like 40, 40, 45 percent. Well, no. Yeah, forty five percent or so. Uh gets prizes. I mean, playing Muse fine, right? Like I mean there's no, no, no reason. No. That's the prize pool that they're talking about is if they hit forty people, then they're gonna give away one K. Oh. Yeah, no, they're they're only paying that... out the They're only paying out to top eight or top sixteen, I think. Oh that's my bad. But still oh, yeah, it goes high, it goes top sixteen to ninety six. So like if ninety six people we're 64 to 96, it goes top 16. So, like, playing Mew is fine. You're going to, you, if you know the matchup and you can navigate well with AKA, if you can draw two battle VIP passes turn one, you're going to win. Or hit one Cramomatic heads turn one. Or hit one Cramom or take your first knockout with Meloetta. You're going to win. You're going to be fine. Now, that being said, they got to do the, if they don't, if they do the same thing, then you got to play your game. So like, yeah. but I, like, that's probably unless Scott tells me otherwise, because he's like the con like he controls what I play, and I just show up. I could be playing Jolteon. I've been testing Mew all week, and he'll be like, "All right, dog, Mew feels the best. You got to play Jolteon." I'll be like, "All right, I guess I'm playing Jolteon. I just wasted thirty dollars. That's fine. Whatever. No, no, I'll have a, I'll have two sets of." Deck, yeah, don't so. don't worry about it, bro. I will have two Jolteon. So if we both decide to play Jolteon, you're playing Mew. I'm sorry, but um dude, if if you said pick whatever deck you want to play, I'd play Mew. <laughs> Just be the easiest choice for me. So but, I mean that that's really it. Like it's I, Mew's world, and we I live in it. What the hell are we gonna say? <laughs> I can't imagine there being any like any deck that would surprise me at this point, right? 
I mean, unless you go like crazy, like let me just play every deck with four path for Marnie, then you still don't automatically beat mute. You know what I'm saying? Like, well, just like what would show up, like you know, there's always that like that hitter wonky deck or something. But I just don't feel it. I feel like that time is coming past with this format. Like I'm not. Yeah, I mean, what is somebody's going to show up with cast form and somehow body or, us or like... Flareon V Max or something? I'd be like, what? What, what? it? What? What? Why? Why? Uh, excuse me, sir, sir, ma'am, sir or ma'am. Why? I I want to know. My friend's asking, not me. I uh, he wants to know. I'm just here for it. I'm just yeah, exactly. Like, fuck it, give me Victini and Suicune, bro. Just I'll play that. That's a I don't horrible know. idea. What do you mean? That's not a horrible. Uh, might be a bad idea, but hey, I like losing thirty dollars, I guess. But I mean, yeah. so like, there's that. Uh, there's not. I mean, it's always good to get your practice in, right? It's always good to. It's always good to, you know, get your get your feel for the deck. But like I have this new system, especially if regionals come back. We'll 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 get to that later. But like beforehand, when I go to a big tournament, I would always switch up last minute, not switch the deck, but like switch cards around this time. Nah, bro, I'm gonna have my deck pick months in advance and I'm not changing for shit. Aaron Rucker going to come. Aaron Rucker going to come up to me and be like, hey, dog, Dragapult's not looking good for this format. And I'll be like, sucks, bro. I'll still get top 32. So, I don't know That's about the Monster kind of confidence. Man. That's how the, the kind of confidence we're going to have, bro. Well, I mean, situation dictating. Like, if there's a new set coming out. Well, yeah. no. No, I'll still have it picked because I'll be hyped about a car and I'll just play the hell out of that. Yeah, I mean... and. You know, that works, right? Josh Sutherland proves that day in and day out, right? He picks one deck, and he plays the hell out of that deck, and he becomes the best at that deck, and then he just learns all the matchups. I think there is something to be said about if you just know a deck so well, then you can play out of your bad matchups. But I get, Well, to me, it's a stress relief, right? Like, if you're frantically, like, leading up to a big event, if you're frantically, like, staying up till 2 in the morning trying to figure out what your 60 is going to be, like your mind's racing. Well, at least mine is. Some people live for that shit, right? And uh, you're just like in a pretzel, essentially. And like, that's how I would be. I would be like, you know, it's like I don't get an op opportunity like this. So like, I don't want to fuck this up and put all this unnecessary pressure on you into a big event when probably the correct call is to just play what you know. And exactly. so from here on out, bro, it don't matter what. It don't matter. Be like, yo, this new dark deck came out. I'll be like, Max Phantom never did me wrong, homie. <laughs> uh, and the, the other the other benefit of that, right, on the other side of the coin is if you go to one of these big events, playing what you feel is comfortable, playing, you know, what you know, a uh, deck that you're comfortable with, if you do end up not doing so well, you know that it's not because of something you did right then you just got beat you know what i'm saying you've got beat yeah. by variance right there's no like oh what if i switched to this deck or oh what if i played this card over this card right oh, you were bro i hate comfortable that. with what you did right and you know that you've been playing it so long that the chances of you misplaying hard are probably pretty small right so 
you know, you did what you went there to do and you just didn't get there. And that's that's honestly a great feeling when I come out of a losing tournament and I'm like, yeah, I couldn't have done anything different. Uh, I feel good about what I did. So uh, get it him next just time, happens. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's like uh, one thing I hate about going to big events is uh, like I'll play a deck. Like, I think it was NAIC 20, uh, 2019. I had Picaron built and I had Reshizard built. And Picaron was the better play. And I knew that going in, but I said, I want to go to NAIC playing Charizard. And after I played Charizard, I was like, I should have played Picaron, bro. <laughs> like, I should. Every time I go to a tournament, I think that. Like, even the infamous Rebel GX and Necrozma, bro, I had Lycanroc Zorg on the side. Ready to go. I was about to submit it, but I was like two minutes late. And I was like, fuck, I should have played that deck, bro. And it's like, I I can't stand that feeling. So no more, bro. It's I'm a a one hitter quitter. You know what I'm saying? I'll never say that again. On the flip side, when I went to 2019 NAIC, I played the deck that I knew the best, which was Blacephalon. And uh, uh, I missed my winning. bro. But we I suck. was comfortable with it. I was like, okay, cool. Like, that's fine. Like, I played the deck I know. I wasn't about to come to NAIC playing any other deck besides the one I know. And uh, I did all right. We uh we all had beers at the same time, so it don't matter. Speaking of beers, though, before we move on. Speaking of beers, I want to give a quick shout-out to my boy Munchlax TCG4 turning 21 today. Today, bro. His, uh, you know, his post he... was hilarious, though. Oh, did you see it? Yeah. Did you see I was about to... Oh, God. I got to give this man some... I got to flame this man on his choices, dog. Yeah, but Mike... like... Twisted iced tea and Mike's hard lemonade. Harder lemonade, I think. Yeah. Like, but, I know uh... that. I know they slap for a young young buck like him, but... He's going to be rolling with us, dog. I mean, he'll drink, he'll, he'll start drinking whiskeys and stuff when he starts hanging out with us, you know, we'll, we'll make sure that he gets right, but you know, let the man have his 21st birthday. I just think it's hilarious that he didn't get carded. Like that's the whole purpose of going and buying alcohol when you're 21 to flash that ID and be like, yo, I'm 21 now. I don't even remember if I got drinking when I was 21 and I went to buy alcohol just for that. So I got, uh, mine was when I had to buy my parents, uh, some cigarettes when I turned 18, bro. I was high. You can't do that no more. You got to be 21. 21. <laughs> Sucker. No, I'm just playing. Anyway, I was uh, I was hyped about that. But all right, dog, you get this one pass because it's your birthday. But after that, you got to raise the bar high, bro. We got standards and you <laughs> ain't meeting them right now. <laughs> I mean, you be drinking Pink Whitney, right? So that you shit really is I'm either, married, you know? too. So. And there's a hockey stick on the on the uh, on the logo, so, yeah, so I get a pass. No. It's good. It's good. It's good, bro. It's good. Just I. That's what I rang in the new year with, bro. Yeah. I was drunk as shit. Oh my god! I woke up the next day and I was like, "30s coming soon, ain't it?" Oh no! Oh, you're not thirty. I, you? Nah, I will be this year. Uh, I'm old as fuck. Yeah, and being old makes you tired, makes you so tired. Every every day is a challenge, but it makes it better when I have a good old cup of Death Wish coffee. You know coffee's good when it's got a warning label on it, my dude. You know it's, it's good. 
It's a, it's something. It's a level of caffeine that you Ugh. don't normally get with a cup of coffee. So, man, I, I perk right up, bro. I was not ready for work this morning at all, not even close. But when I fired up my K cup of Death Wish coffee, put it in my cup, and went to work, dude, I was ready to go for about thirty minutes, and then the cold Until weather hit. But, yeah, gotcha. yeah. <laughs> but that wasn't Death Wish's fault. No, that wasn't Death Wish's fault. That was the weather's fault. But Death Wish Coffee, the world's strongest coffee, the sickest logo in the game, and your boys over here at the Floaty Cast got an affiliate link for you guys down in the show notes below. You can hit that one up, help us out, help out our boys at Death Wish Coffee and girls. And uh, yeah, so we'll get the party started there because you're definitely going to need some, especially for all you, you goons going to these 1Ks and potentially regionals coming up. You're going to be having late nights theory crafting and stuff. You're going to need some coffee and late nights mixed with early days. Death Wish got you covered. So speaking of other events happening, Team Challenge 3 has been announced. Right. You hyped? You don't, I, I am. I, I know you don't have much to say on it, right? Because you didn't do the other two. I know some um, things have changed about it. We'll talk about some of those changes, but yeah. yeah. Um, actually, so uh, I'm really hyped for it. I loved uh, the idea of Team Challenge 1. I don't think it was like done as well as it possibly could have been. And there was a lot of confusion with the stores. Um, I loved competing in Team Challenge 2. Um, and, uh, you know, the playmats that came from it are sick. Like... The everybody that I played against was cool, and I do love the format. Um, I I really really like that format in general. Uh, but Team Challenge Three looks to be even better uh, of an idea. Um, there are some things that are kind of sketchy to me, but I mean we could talk about those in a minute. What do you think? I mean you didn't compete in the first two, right? But what was your issues with the first two before we get to the third one? Did you just not like it or like, why didn't you play? Uh, that's more on a personal level. It was communication issues with amongst like our local game stores and stuff like that. Had issues with that. Timing was a thing. And just the overall commitment because they ran right next to the like close to players cup. And when there's players cup and team challenge and I can't commit to both, I'm picking players cup. But I did just read something here that was actually kind of insane that nobody was talking about on Twitter. Uh, some of these stores can have in-person matches. Yeah. Uh, I only, didn't see that. Only if you're approved. Uh, by yeah, yeah. Regions that are open for play Pokemon events, which that's us. Like, that's the U.S. Is it? I'm pretty I, sure they... I thought I'm, that was only Oceana. No, I, I thought that because I thought we can do pre-releases now. Uh, I lied. I lied. I totally lied. Don't listen to me. Never mind. That sucks. <laughs> so there you go. So for everybody that's in America, I thought it was coming. I thought it was coming to us. That I, I thought they did a thing, and apparently they did not do a thing. Um, but I, I, I it was their uh, standards that they released. They never fully announced it. Never mind. Right. So for those who are, you know, able to do that, you can uh, play in store, which is cool. But it will be ran on PTCGO, which 
I don't know about all that. <laughs> uh, it's you know it it is what it is, right? We it's we what we got. Uh, it's we have proven that there's definitely a better way to do it, but this is what we got. So this is what we've been playing on. People stopped complaining about PTCGO as much now that it's the only thing we got in tournaments. Um, or maybe they just feel like it's fallen on deaf ears at this point, but. Um, it is what we have. It's still a great format, still a cool idea. The 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 coolest additions to it, if you haven't heard though, is you're not locked into playing for one store or playing for a spot in one store. Um once you win, you're locked into whatever store you won. So that's the team you're on. But you can play uh into at what is it, three stores? Yeah, you um, can play for up to three stores. So like for example, if we have one now, right? Or do we still have two? Uh, so we have two, technically two, possibly three. One of them probably isn't going to do anything. So realistically, we have one guaranteed and one that's yeah. possible, right? So. so we have one here. We got some homies in Orlando, and then... I can fuck around and hit the 313 uh, zip code and pick a store there just to go with the local boys up in Detroit. Well, I mean, there's, and there's plenty of other, you know, like there's, yeah. uh, I think there's a store in Coleman that's going to be doing one. Uh, oh, Birmingham one in, too. There's one in Birmingham. There's one right outside of Birmingham that I think was doing one last time, right? Um, so there's a couple local, right? There's, there's, TLNG is probably going to be doing one, honestly. Um, PNLG. Jesus Christ. It's not the level next games. It's the next level games. Oh, TLNG. Yeah. Anyhow, so I, whatever, dyslexia. I don't have it, but I'm sure probably somewhere deep down I do. Um, Chattanooga's probably doing one. Georgia's probably. Yeah, there's plenty of stores. Um, and you could compete at three of them. So like the issue with the previous ones were I had to pick and choose, you know, I was like, well, do I want to play with the homies or do I want a guaranteed spot? Um, now I could just do both. Right. So. Yeah. You can be like, oh, well I couldn't make it with the homies cause they're so much better than I am and pick somebody else. That's even more better than you are. And, <laughs> uh, <laughs> and then... so funny story, both team challenges that I've done so far, I won round one. The first one doesn't really count because uh, it never fired off. So rigged. Yeah. Oh uh, so yeah, won, that's right. I won the first that's tournament, right. and there was a there was a reporting issue, you know, with Tom and stuff, which they got that, rid of as well. A, yeah, um, RK9 Labs is doing it specifically, right? Yep. So they got rid of the issue that I had the first go around, um, and which I missed out on actually competing with the team because by the time I realized that it was round four, I had one more shot and I got bodied by variants. Um, here comes the second go around and I win round one and I just have to wait. Um, and then uh, now, now we're looking at round three. So maybe I'll lose the first two on purpose to break the record and then, you know, just go ahead and win my third, third round with the story I want to play for. <laughs> hey if you like don't win the first round of the first store and then you go to a next store just to keep that you can still say you won the first round of each of the three team challenges there you go exactly as but, long but as like and, go around. and nobody will know except for the people involved it will be like no you didn't you lost and you'll be like nah 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 see i never played for y'all that was my alt account that was my burner <laughs> and uh <laughs> 
<laughs> no, I, I like. I think they're cool, right? I think if everything goes, you know, smooth and like, as far as prize support pays out is honest within the stores and stuff like that. That's another gripe I have, but I'm not gonna, I'm not throwing shade. But um, you know, like if the prize support that the people are guaranteed is honest and everything runs smooth. And there's no issues, no communication issues and stuff like that. I think it's a good idea. And I think it's something that can stick around for for years, years to come. Like it, it could always be an online thing that happens, right? Because it's it's a cool, cool thing. It's not my thing, though, um, just because of the time commitment and stuff like that. Scheduling matches and things like that. Um, it's just not for me. Um, That's fair. But it also begs a question because... I noticed after this was announced, a lot of people on Twitter were like freaking out because now that team challenges were announced and with the recent outbreaks, like are regionals happening this year? Like YCS just got canceled in Europe. That's Yu-Gi-Oh for all those who don't know what YCS is. And so I don't know. I, I think uh originals at least the first couple of regionals still happen right um i think that team challenge was always planned to keep going on uh team challenge even after live play comes back is a great tool to get people that exclusively playing or play online to be involved in the stores and the stores discord if the store can you know promote it as such uh and then in turn bring them into the store to buy real cards and then play for real and stuff like that so it's a good tool to get people to come in play and buy a product um so i think the team challenge is going to happen regardless um i think the non-announcement of another players cup is definitely a sure sign that regionals are still on at least for now um like you said the players cup happened around the team challenge before and there has been no even inkling of another team or another players cup happening so uh i think salt lake city is definitely on i think orlando will probably happen uh and then we'll have to see where the uh the sort of repercussions of those two things happening is uh because something that ycs and something that other places didn't have i believe is like covid like uh things to protect against it you know what i'm saying there was no mask policy as far as the game itself went there might have been one in the building or whatever but there was none uh for as far as the game itself goes and i wouldn't be surprised if like pokemon like just comes out and it's like hey i know you guys already booked your plane tickets and stuff but this is what you have to provide before you come in like a negative test result or something um just to kind of mitigate possible risk um, I don't know. I, I I don't think they're going anywhere as of right now. I think that we'll at least see Orlando, but after that, I'm skeptical, just like everybody else. Yeah, I um, I think I think if they can get, I think if uh Salt Lake City and Orlando are like go off without a hitch, like I think the, I think we'll be all right. And I mean, I'm not like there's a obviously there's EUIC to consider. There's you know, European regionals and stuff like that. I'm not familiar. I'm not even going to sit here and lie to you and tell you I'm familiar with like the policies and stuff that they have in place up there. Um, but like what I do know, what is looking at us in the face is that there's not, hasn't been a player's cup. Is it five? Yeah. Player's cup yeah. five announcement. 
Um, there's no word yet that they've been canceled. Um, but I can understand the hesitation of people who are like, I don't want to buy my plane ticket, which that sucks. I ain't going to lie to you. Like if they were planning to cancel it, I hope they say it soon because plane tickets are only going up from here. Like if you're looking to fly out, like, you know, like I would hate, hate for somebody to, and I know this story is going to come up if Salt Lake City gets canceled, that somebody spent X amount of dollars on plane tickets for this regionals and, you know, they couldn't go because it got canceled and they were out that money because the plane, like now the, poli I'm sure the refund policies have changed exponentially since the initial first wave, a lot of things have changed, like as far as dealing with this. It's, and, uh, it's definitely and, a gamble, you know. Like, it I is. Don't... So with that, with that, like scare of it going on, if if Salt Lake City happens, I know we were all hoping for like big boom in attendance, thousand plus regionals on the West Coast. That's not going to happen. We're probably going to have a 200-man regionals at most. Like, I don't that think there's going to be a lot of low, but I think it's going to be really low numbers. Like, yeah, I, I really I mean, do, just because nobody knows. And, like, by the, by the time they're ready to, you know, be like, the show's still going, like, which, I mean, if that's the case, sir, like, all Pokemon has to say is, like, we told y'all it was happening. Like, what's up? Like, <laughs> you, can't, you can't get mad at me, bro. So I like if they're gonna do it, I hope within like this month they just get it over with um and just cancel them. But if not, like as far as I know, I haven't heard an official ruling. My dates are still good to go for me to be in Orlando. I'll probably that's just the, fucking go to Orlando anyway. <laughs> that's the thing. So like here, so it's it's the gamble, like I said, but here's the gamble that you have to take, right? If you want to play Pokemon, if you want to play a regional, if it means that much to you, you got to buy the plane ticket now. If they cancel it, you have to have a backup plan. That's either, you know, make sure that your airline's refund policy dictates that you could transfer it to another thing some other time, or just have a separate itinerary plan for... If it gets canceled, now I'm visiting Salt Lake City. And you just have to eat it and just enjoy yourself anyhow, right? Um, that's yeah. kind of my uh, my idea for Orlando. All my homies live in Orlando. I love Orlando. It's home for me. So flying to Orlando for a regional um, or driving or whatever the case may be is definitely going to happen. Uh, and I hope it's to play Pokemon. But if they cancel it, at this point, I've already booked everything. I can't can't cancel my plans. So... Um, it is what it is. I'm going to go enjoy myself. I mean, uh, doing anything nowadays, like even like, you know, with the tunnel vision of Pokemon, take that out the window. Doing anything is at risk, right? I'm flying to Vegas for a week in March when Salt Lake City's happening. Um, I'll be in Vegas for a week to go visit my wife's family. Like getting on a plane's risky. Like I know this. I'm still going. I will do everything in my power to go to a Vegas Golden Knights game while I'm out there because I really want to see a game there. I'm vaccinated. Like, it's a risk. I know this. I still want to do it. Like, everything's a gamble. Like, if it's something you really want to do, like, plan for it. And if it gets yanked, 
at least you tried, right? You did the best you could, or it just didn't pan. It wasn't in the cards. Like everything is volatile at this point. But damn it, if fucking the NHL can cancel games and be back for the Winter Classic, we can get some regionals. All right, so let's go. <laughs> now, with that being said, right? Think about this, Max. So this is something that isn't on the isn't on talking points, but I think it's something important to mention. Let's say they go on a case by case basis and they cancel just throwing it out there, right? They cancel like Salt Lake and name another random regional that's not Orlando. Because it can't be one Indianapolis. Indianapolis, right? So they cancel Salt Lake and Indianapolis, right? But the rest of them still happen. Do they lower the lower the point cap or do they keep it the same in hopes that worlds just still happen somehow and it's just a less player pool? You see what I'm saying? Um like, I, I don't know, like, if it were me and I were Pokemon, I would say, look, if they get canceled, they get canceled. You still have to hit the points. If you don't hit the points, then that just makes Worlds that much safer, right? I, I, this is what I think is going to happen. If they have to cancel more regional event dates, Worlds 2022 is still going to happen. They have got to get a Worlds done. Period. If they can't get the season going... They could just probably just cut it where it's at right now and just be like, Worlds 2022. I also think they want to get the ICs done, too. They want to get those done. Those are like bread and butter, right? Those are like the big, big showcases of Pokemon and their games, like in-house. That's And I, I think, like, I could see... if uh, The worst-case scenario, what I could see happen is EYC's going to happen... NAIC is going to happen. Worlds is going to happen. And if regionals gets kinked, they get kinked. But those three things are going to happen this year. I, I like. I cannot see them going another year with everything canceled. They went through the 25th anniversary without a big showcase like that. I don't think they're going to do it again. <laughs> I can't imagine Worlds in London's not going to happen this year. Now, if everything gets canceled leading up to it, yeah, I think it'll. They'll just they'll just cut it like they'll where it's at right now. Those are the people invited. It's going to suck, but they got to get it. They got to get it done and just, you know, hit the reset button. And what, what, what happens if they don't, right? What happens if they just logistically cannot throw worlds, right? Do you think they push it back again? Or do you think they just say, Hey, worlds in London. It it obviously was never meant to be. We're going to move on to the next city. We're going to try again next year. Because at this point, the whole reason for it, having Worlds in London is it's kind of a new point. You know what I'm saying? Like, you had Sword and Shield coming out. You had all this. You got like, one all, shot to do it in World. Yeah, that's that's it. Like, now, if you have it in London, it's just in London because you couldn't have it in London before, right? So do they move it back to America? Do they move it to, you know, Japan? Like... I could, I could see him bring... No, I could see him doing it here. Like... I, I I hate to say that for Europe or for yeah the Europeans that wanted in London I wanted in London like yeah. I think that's cool that they did that and I mean I'm trying to go to London but like don't right? tell it's my a wife great excuse just to head up there right <laughs> but like I don't think like if the reason for having it in London was Sword and Shield then right? this is the one year that they can do it and if they don't because looking in my crystal ball I see Gen Nine coming out in the fall so like. <laughs> 
and then who knows man maybe we have uh maybe we have worlds in south africa you know or i was about to say like iraq <laughs> yo i'm there <laughs> fuck with me i've been there we in the shit <laughs> I ain't scared. Let's let's separate the real players from the from the other people. <laughs> bro, let's have it in Moscow, bro. What's up? Bro, I can't I can't look, because if we had it in Moscow, if it's anything like I imagine Moscow to be, there would just be bottles of vodka just hanging out there and I can't drink that much while I play, man. I, I won't I won't survive. Bro, they're having the winter Olympics in China in a month. And we can't get a regionals. Like, think about this. <laughs> Next month, the Winter Olympics will happen. Those motherfuckers, if they catch COVID in China, they got to quarantine for five weeks in China. Five weeks. And we can't get a regionals. Nah, I, I don't. I can't imagine regionals getting canceled. Yeah, I, I don't. Well, know. I mean, I, I can imagine it. I can see it happening. But I don't think it will. I think regionals are fine, bro. Just be safe. Like, yes, please. Jesus just Christ. Be safe. Like <laughs> the only, so here's the other thing is the only way to continue them. If they do happen is for everybody just collectively to be safe. Right? Like, yeah, I'm going to put it out to you. Political beliefs aside, whatever the case is before you go to a regional, at least do a self-test, right? Make sure that you don't got it before you go out. And then like, if you feel bad, it's just don't show up. Like, if you feel sick, if you show any symptoms, just don't show up, you know? Like, yeah, follow the guidelines. Yeah, more important than card games, Do, bro. Yeah, like, come on. Like, it's better for you to miss one than for everybody to miss them all because one person showed up and got 1,400 people sick. Yeah, that that would be... Honestly, that'd be a bigger kick in the dick than them just getting canceled. Yeah. Is Salt Lake happens, and it was an absolute shit show, uh, and... Everything like everything's canceled after that because it doesn't it just does. It's not in the cars. That would suck more than anything. So hopefully we can all get it together. And what it sounds like within the community, like if these happen, like everybody's going to take the precautions needed. You have even to. on a grand scheme at like a low level, we do one case unofficial one case sanction or not sanctioned, but unsanctioned events. And when those go off fine. I cannot imagine regionals are getting canceled, especially in the States. Or, I don't know. Like I said, I don't know about Canada or Europe, but who knows? Who knows, man? We're, we're stubborn here in America, right? If you're in America, you're probably going to have regionals. Everywhere else, I, I don't know what to tell you. Like, Rooting I'm sorry. for you. I, yeah, like, <laughs> I hope so. I hope that it happens. I really hope that, you know, and I hope, for the sake of everybody that if you do have regionals, if we do have regionals, everybody's safe and we can continue them going on. It's been way too long since I've played actual Pokemon and I miss it terribly. So I'll tell you why I miss it terribly, bro, because no shots whatsoever to the online scene, but this shit is getting out of control, bro. <laughs> it's been going downhill for yeah, like, time. Like, it, it's great. You know, we need something to fix that itch. But, like, a one uh, a online tournament on a Monday night, four phases into a top 32 going on till three in the morning. At, like, I get it. You want to you wanna make them... Fr- don't get me started on the free. I'll get to that in a second. 
but you want to make them accessible to everybody. But why do why do the structures have to be so different? Like, why does it have to be? Like, I'm generally curious. Why can't it just be eight rounds top eight or eight rounds sixteen top sixteen? There's like or X amount of rounds. Why does that be twelve rounds of Swiss? Four different phases leading into top thirty-two. Go until free. Why? 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 <laughs> so it, it doesn't make any sense to me. So here's the here's the bug that I never is here, right? So you remember when they first started? It was the same structure as we've always had, right? You had, you know, you might as well have been running an official event. You had X number of rounds based on attendance, and then if the attendance was high enough, you had top, right? If it was a big big tournament, you had a top, whatever, right? And then people are like, wait, this, this is unsanctioned. I can set whatever turn of structure I want. So they just started getting crazier and crazier, and now we have four phases into a top 32. And there's nothing... I don't think there's anything wrong with it, per se, but it is getting out of hand. Like, at what point do you say, okay, people have gripes with bubbling. People have gripes with, you know, I didn't get to play the game to prove that, you know, I deserve my spot, or I got fucked by variants or whatever people's gripes are you know and then you have what what ends up happening is is this right that's the same people that when you go to a local tournament and they say okay it's going to be three rounds but it should be four because there's like 20 players or whatever and the store owner's like look we're gonna have three rounds because i have to close the shop so uh deal with it it's the same people that complained about that you know and then all of a sudden now you're playing four rounds and everybody's going home at midnight and i'm like yo i came at you know, seven o'clock to play like a quick tournament and go home. Like, why am I here till midnight for three packs? Right. Like the people that complain, just complain and tournament organizers just need to say, get over it. I, I agree. There was a tweet I saw. It was talking about how they were testing a stall deck. And if the stall deck is how it's supposed to like, as good as it is, there needs to be changes in the online scene. Like how the timing, check-in times, and like the four, like uh, just a clock, just so they can play that deck. And at this point, like when he, I first read this tweet, I was like, "That's absolutely ridiculous!" Like, why would you sit here and bribe damn tos to change their format just so your deck can win? But like, that's what everybody else is doing. <laughs> like, right. Why the fuck not? <laughs> like, yeah, like long gone are the now that we have like community run events and community made rules, right? And like official rules have like pretty much gone out the window. Long gone are the days where people are like, I either need to do one or two things to play Pidgey Control. Like, because I remember this discussion on Twitter, right? People were like, Pidgey Control cannot exist in a best of one format. It's only going to be at regionals and stuff. And then we had a friend that was like, no, 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 no. I have, a, I have another option. I just play at literal fucking light speed and I could win best of one games all day long, right? And he did. He won like three cups that season with Pidgey Control. Yeah. Right? Long gone are the days where like you have to be that guy. You know, you have to be like, look, I'll just, I just got to play at Mach 10. And that's it, right? Long, no, people are going to say, hey, I need a best of one that's an hour and 30 minutes in order to effectively play my deck so I can compete at a level that I wish to compete at. And then TOs are going to be like, yeah, an hour and 30 minutes, best of one. That's fine. We'll, we'll finish the tournament that started at 3 in the afternoon. We'll finish it at 7 a.m. No big deal. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it's whatever it's got to be, right? Like, that's just how it feels. And then 
I got to thinking about this, right? So a while back, I made a, a complaint that I spent... Well, I said, I don't, like, the amount of time I spent playing in this tournament to receive one pack for getting top 16 is just outright ridiculous. Like, you know, it is, because I was on... I was streaming for, like, five hours. Right. And it's like, it's like that's just, like, outrageous, right? And somebody put it best. It's like, I get more rewards on PTCGO doing the doing the ticketed events than I do spending four hours on a tournament. Yeah. And I was like, that is, yes, that's true. <laughs> that, that is so true. And they're, but both I was, free. I was sitting there thinking, I was like, I was like, okay, so they're free events. And then it becomes like a, a tr an integrity issue. Like if you try to do charged events, because there's no system in place. And I get that. Like, if you, you know, make people pay. And then I was like, Say they pay X amount of dollars. Some of it goes into cash pricing. Let them purchase something. You know how we do when we go to our regionals, right? You pay, what was it before we left? 50, 60? Yeah, it was like... You, you go to the uh, regionals? Yeah. So, but we got a play mat, a promo card, and some stuff, right? Yeah, normally so like put, maybe a deck box or whatever. Like whatever yeah. sponsor was throwing out, right? Yeah, the and then we got the hat. We got so we got a goodie bag. Like you can't do goodie bags here, but you could be like, you pay fifty dollars, right, or however much you want to charge. Probably ten bucks. You get four packs online or whatever, whatever the value you want to put it at, and the rest goes into the prize pool. Okay, cool, sick. We get a system like that going. These. Granted, you're not going to get the people you want, but that's all these tournaments have turned into is just like a like an advertisement for your personal brand, whatever. Like, we don't disrespect the hustle here, but like, I mean, let's call a spade a spade, we right? Yeah, we've done it. Yeah, I've I've done it. Like, I'm not going to lie to you. I shelled out more money in these things than I should have. That's why we don't do them anymore. <laughs> the time, time, the time to price uh scale was weighing in the uh it was not in our favor so like cool but like that's what these things are right and you know like but if you if people are putting something into these tournaments like the players any monetary vert like thing to do you can scale back how many you're doing a week you can give the people something like to play for which means metagaming not just throwing a deck together last minute and playing time can be rewarding that you put into this thing and even if they lose they get something out of it right right like you 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 get something just like a regionals is right you get what you paid for but like you also get to experience a tournament and have a chance to win or like this fucking 30 $30 thing. I don't know if there's I don't know if we get anything for it. But like you're you're getting something which it all comes down to an integrity thing, right? Like who's to say homeboy doesn't run off with $700 in cash or whatever and nobody gets paid their prizes. Like that's a thing, like obviously. But if you can find a system in place like even if 
I'm not even going to say that's not like if you're doing that, that's fucked up. I ain't even going to bullshit you. But like if you make it worth paying to play in case they don't get anything, at least they get something. Right. That's all I'm saying. Well, see, the thing is, is I don't know. I does that and isn't integrity like it doesn't have integrity and runs off. Right. He's blacklisted from the community forever. Right. Like we we have a system in place to protect us ourselves from people like that the second time. You know what I'm saying? Like you do it the first time, blacklisted, you never show up in Pokemon again, otherwise you get, you know, shunned, right? And then like the the people with integrity continue on going, right? It, it, but it's just like locals. Like when I go to locals, I pay five dollars, I get one pack, right? Which is about five dollars mm-hmm. worth of stuff, anyhow, right? Give or take. If I win. I get, you know, a couple more. An exuberant packs. amount of store store credit. Well, I mean, Poke Collect, no free ads, does things <laughs> a little bit differently. Bro, they, they get the free ads, dog. Um, I run at their game shop all the time. Eventually, they'll sponsor us. But yeah, Trevor. so like Poke Collect, a little bit different. But, um, you know, normal game stores, like you pay $5 and you get a pack at retail price. But they're putting an extra pack in the, the prize pool because they're doing it at their price, which is generally about 250 260 right? So then however many players, then they split up the remainder packs afterwards. But I'm paying $5, I'm getting $5 worth of product. And then if I win, I get more, right? So then there's something to play for, but I'm not losing out just for showing up. Um, so yeah, if, if somebody wanted to like charge, like just think about like charging like $5 and you get five online packs just for signing up, right? Now that's 250 worth of worth of value but that's also putting extra money you know 250 into the prize pool so at the end of the day if there's 30 people that sign up that's like you know whatever 250 times 30 is 60 70 bucks uh give or take i think it's 70 even whatever i can't math um and then you can split that up and then the people who win you know like first place gets like 30 bucks or 40 bucks and it goes down from there and then you got happy players because they got something for their money and they're playing for something bigger, right? Nobody wants yeah. to play for online packs anymore, though, because everybody's got... If they're playing in these events, they probably got the cards they need. Like, they don't really need online packs. So it's got to be worth their while to play. And if you don't want to mail out physical packs to them, then um, think about, you know... Well, fuck, dude. There's tournaments doing store credit for online shops. Which Strike a deal with... Strike a deal with TCG players. Make somebody pay for it. They get a percentage in store credit from TCG player because they paid or whatever online store that they want. They they get store credit through that and then they can play for more. Like, right. there's ways around this. <laughs> like, yeah, but that's I mean, what I'm saying. Like, Or if you're an online shop, Think about being one of the people who runs these events, right? If you could automatically give them store credit and oh you have a system God. in place. Oh. oh my God. I got a good idea. But we're going to go to break, so y'all aren't going to hear <laughs> this good idea. When we come back, we got some cool stories that's happened. I can't wait to share them with you guys. And when we come back, yeah, we'll talk about it. Man, there's a tournament tonight. Two-pack entry? Bro, I don't have any codes right now. Like, this bro. is terrible. Yo, what's up, bro, man? Bro, why don't you just go to ptcgostore.com? What, what's that? Ah, uh, it's only the best place to buy codes online right now. You haven't heard of it? Uh, nah, 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 nah. 
Oh, never, bro, you I've gotta go on it. there. You gotta go on there, bro. And guess what? You can get a discount. Oh, I can get a discount, dog. Oh, is it is it like that promo code thing? Like, I yeah. think I heard like FlowTcast, F L O W T K A S T. You can enter yeah, it there. Hundred percent. hundred percent. Enter it in the promo code spot, and you get five percent off. Five percent off. That's insane deal, guys. Check out ptcgostore.com. Enter that code FlowTcast and get your five percent off now. And we are back, ladies and gentlemen. God, the funniest thing has happened. I always get like a little uneasy when you like mention something and just die laughing on the podcast. Like, I don't know. <laughs> well, you should already know. Here. You've already been teed up for this because it's in the show notes. But I still laugh thinking about this. So a few weeks back, news broke. I don't know if you heard of this guy, Logan Paul. Heard of him? Uh, no, I never heard of him before. Uh, no, he's just a guy. Just a guy okay. with a ton of money. That he made off of Vine and content, and he's really famous. He spent $3.5 million on some boost, uh, booster boxes of base set, right? I got to pull it up so I don't completely butcher it, but he spent $3.5 million on this thing, right? $3.5 million. Uh, yes. Let's just, while you're looking that up, let's go ahead and uh, just... You know, think of other things we get through with 3.5 million. Um, a couple of houses. Um, you know, quite a few houses, at least four of them, and still have, you know, 2.5 million left over. Um, you know, cars for your whole family, you know. Um, yeah. You could throw an a entire business? year's worth of regionals. A start business? Any business, not any business, but start a business. You could sell out an arena. For an NHL game for everyone, or just go by yourself. Yeah, you could you could pay the Boston Bruins three million dollars and sit by yourself to watch a playoff game. That would be boring as hell because you'd be like, "Yeah, go get some," and they would just echo. But you'd you know be able to we... hear the the players down there like. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> it would be nice, though, to be able to run to the bathroom real quick and just have a urinal open. <laughs> and then, like, if you want to sit up top, go sit up top. And then, like, oh, I feel like sitting on the glass. Oh, let me sit behind the player's bench. Oh, let me dap my boys up real quick. And there's nobody there. Like, it's just somebody, you. Somebody goes to the penalty box and you just walk down there to have a quick conversation about, you know, their life choices. You're like, hey, man, like, what were you thinking? Like, come on, bro. That was obviously sticking. Like, come on. You're like, you're like, what's up, bro? You good? That was a really bad penalty. I know because I saw it on every single angle of this ring. I'm actually <laughs> bored right now, which is why I'm talking to you. Like, the game's good. I mean, 3-2, not a bad score. You could come back. But with you in the penalty box, that's not going to happen, homie. So uh, let's figure it out. Anyway, we're getting off topic. The so, other cool thing would be the t-shirt gun. You could go pick up all of them. <laughs> <laughs> Every puck that like, got shot over the glass, you're just like scooping them up to give to the kids. Yeah, dude. The kids that aren't there. You can buy a lot. with. No, there's no. I'm talking about on the street, bro, because they're oh, yeah. not going to that game because it's closed down. Because <laughs> it's just you. When they do the names on the Jumbotron or the the uh, Jumbotron camera, like kiss cam, bro, you're kissing yourself, bro. 
Bro, every single and time you gotta to run seat. to the next seat. Like you, you gotta kiss your hand and run to the next seat. Kiss your hand <laughs> or, or you like buy it out and then you fill all the seats with cardboard cutouts of yourself. <laughs> so like when they do the kiss cam, it's like you're just like taking the two cardboards and like, like <laughs> putting. It anyway, back to the story. So Logan Paul spent three point five million dollars on base set booster boxes. They turned out to be fake. All of them? Yeah, dude. <laughs> Holy. Bro, who sold them that? Ah. Uh, like, like, can you make a PayPal, like, grievance request against $3.5 million? Uh, like, it, was a, it was a case. And where where is it at? So... For example, where's it at? Where am I looking for it? Like $3.5 million, unless it's like somehow advertised as fake, even like smallly. I feel like that's criminal offense. I feel like... Oh, oh, oh wait. They're, they haven't turned out to be fake yet, but the seller apparently... He, this is on, this is on Pokey Beach. And IGN did an article, which, how cool is it that IGN shouts out Pokey Beach for this one? That's pretty dope. So, it's, it's saying that, um, let, let's look at this. We're going to just read the thing. Earlier this month, uh, Logan Paul announced he purchased a case of first edition base set booster boxes for $3.5 million. The new spread... And then, however, it wasn't reported on Pokey Beach because they doubted the product's legitimacy. Legitimacy now investigators by members of the Pokemon community have uncovered significant evidence that may show the product isn't authentic. Uh, this YouTuber Rattle was the first to compile most of this evidence, some of which was known eight months before Logan Paul made his purchase. Rattle also kindly helped Pokey Beach with the story. Pretty dope. The seller, number one Pokemon master, no free ads, had almost zero feedback, and their list listing was riddled with significant grammar error, errors. The seller has also changed their username right before the auction went live, as if to hide their history. Many collectors. In the community, immediately assumed the auction was a scam. The seller advertised the box as a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity, so clearly understood its value. Yet someone who understands the value of this item wouldn't sell it on eBay and ship it to the winner for $30 via Canada Post. So another red flag. Um, pretty much it's based off of like this guy's legitimacy. And, like, because he was doing a lot of skeptical shit, and now Logan Paul was on his way. Oh, red flags on the box itself. Here we go. He's on his way to Chicago to go to a, like, authority about this. Right. And, you know, some experts. Some red flags on the box itself. Wizards of the Coast printed Pokemon products with the label listing, the product code, and a corresponding barcode, all known Cases of base set that have sold over the years have been seen with the product code 
WOC 06033, whether they were first edition or not. Um, this one had a label with the code W0C or WOC 060331E, which would stand for first edition. However, there are no known examples of a first box base set casing having the 1E in its product. From what we know, started the Wizards of the Coast started using 1E on their first edition cases, starting with Jungle and Fossil. So this is not a thing for base set. If someone was attempting to create a fake label, they may not have been aware of this. After all, if you try to look up cases for any other first edition set, you'll see the 1E in the product code. So that's that. That's about the authentication companies. The above inaccuracies are what series collectors pay authentication companies to research and investigate. It's literally their one and only job. Because official companies rarely authenticate their own products, it's up to authentication companies to come up with a standard that serious collectors would uphold themselves to. The company that authenticated Paul's box, so we already went to him, Baseball Card Exchange, has a large sports presence, but is not well known for Pokemon authentication and email correspondence from June 2020. The owner authenticator of the company, Steve Hart, admitted he didn't know much about Pokemon he also could name base set when referring to a first edition booster box that had been making the rounds online. A little sus. Uh, and in conclusion, it, we still don't know what's in the box because he hasn't uh, he hasn't opened it yet. The only way to know is to allow reliable authenticators or collectors to peek in the box. For example, King Pokemon allowed the flap of his first edition base set case to be open so authenticators could peek inside, but it seems Logan Paul's intention is to keep the box sealed for now. So we have no idea if this thing is fake, right? Not yet, but there are some errors on the box. There's some sketchy history with the person who sold it, and there's some doubts about the authentication company he went to in Chicago because they didn't pick up the, uh, they don't have prior knowledge in Pokemon. They have prior knowledge in the baseball sports cards world. And so until he opens it and we can tell if it's real or not, it's just assume that it's fake. However, if I was this man, I would just send it back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, without I mean, touching it i would mean, like now that there's like concerns about it i would i would just send it back get the refund and forget about it because if you open that thing on stream or if you open a box of pokemon cards i don't know how all that works i'm not look man i play mu v max for a living so i just do the simple things right like i won't go into full details on this but how bad will that look if he opens that thing on like a live stream for a charity or something and it's fake? It's happened before, but to a million dollar magnitude? Yeah. I don't. Here's the thing. There's. I don't know anything about authenticating boxes. Uh, I could tell you a fake card from a real card generally, but uh, the box is sketch. 
um, and reading through this article, the guy who authenticated it doesn't didn't know that like like last year didn't know that like booster boxes that were first edition come in clear plastic. So he like refused to authenticate another first edition booster box because he couldn't say that anybody could wrap it. Long story short, the guy doesn't know or doesn't have much experience in what he's talking about. So he shouldn't be trusted. Um, if I were Logan Paul, I wouldn't trust him and I'd go to somebody else. Right. But there's, there's a lot of red flags and I think I agree with you. I just send it back at this point and be like, look, somebody else could buy this for 3.5 million or whatever you do what you do. Um, this ain't for me because I'm not getting ripped off. And if you're the guy that just got $3.5 million, I bet you're disappearing and nobody's seeing you again, period. Because there very well may just be cinder blocks in the box for all we know. Right. And I mean, I think another big thing to take away, especially in the conclusion of this article that Pokey Beach so wellly written, bro. I'm so proud of Pokey Beach for getting featured on IGN. That's pretty awesome. But he was talking about how, like, Logan Paul doesn't go to, like, the Pokemon community about these things. He trusts, like, outside sources, like the, you know, the people who are more prominent in the sports cards world and stuff like that. And they don't deal with this. And he puts faith in them when there's a whole fucking cult, almost, of these things. And, like, people who have been in this from the beginning that could tell him if that's a real or fake box. And it's like, just go to them. Like... Figure it out, but man, I tell you what, if that was a fake box and he opened it, I don't know if I'd feel bad for him. That would kick him out of that. He, I think he'd be done. Like he'd be like, no, fuck this, bro. And it would also be like a kind of a, kind of a you reap what you sow kind of thing, right? You know, it'd be like a, a karma thing a little bit. It's like you did this. Well, I shouldn't say him by himself. I can't put all the blame on him. I can put a lot, but I can't put all the blame on him. And like, it's like you did this. Like this, this is what happens, man. You gotta get, you gotta be quicker than that. What's the meme of the dude with the? Nah, you know what I'm talking about? The little fish. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. Yeah. Right, anyway. Yeah. So. Anyway. So. On, on the flip side of this, right? Think about this. What if he opens it? Right. He opens it. It turns out to be fake, and now he can't get his money back. Right, because now he doesn't even have the original product that he like paid for in the first place. Um, like he opened, you it'll, know be what I'm a, it'll be a legal mess. Yeah, that's what it but, is. Oh, that's all it's going to be. What if he takes these fake cards, right, signs them, and then sells those for like charity or whatever? And now, like, now he's made his money back. You know what I'm saying? Or like. Like, now we just have the most expensive fake Pokemon cards that have ever existed in mankind. Like, now people are buying fake base set Raditas for fucking the three thing, grand. The, the, thing, the thing about my man's and what he's doing is, like, he he's so big now. Like, he could do something like that. Like, he can market the hell out of that fake box and make a killing off of it just by opening it. He'll make his money back easy. Like... And it's, that's a shame, but that's the world we live in, right? Yeah. Once again, here at the Floaty Cast, we never disrespect the hustle. So, Logan Paul, do your thing, big dog. Like, if you make your money back without having to contact this guy, that dude's going to jail if this is fake, bro. 
So if they could find him, yeah. Like if I'm that dude, I'll be real with you, right? If I'm that guy and I knowingly sold a $3.5 million box of anything to somebody in the spotlight, I'm so far out of this country. You'll never find me again. My name right. is Pierre. I'm living in Switzerland. Like I don't like I don't know where I'd move to. You know Brazil. Like I don't know. I'm, I'm burning the computer. Player. Like we're we're gone, bro. My hair is a different color. Like I'm getting plastic surgery tonight. Like you'll never find me again. <laughs> and I'm living. You know what? I'm spending like a mill. Hiding You're right. I, I am. And then I'm living somewhere where it's like cheaper to live off of 2.5 mil for the rest of my life and laughing, not telling anybody that story ever again, because I'm never getting caught. Because if I'm Logan Paul, I, I'm also hiring people to find this guy. <laughs> I, I should say I should say that he's not going to jail yet because he could not know that it's a fake thing. Right. Like in court, they got to prove it like that. He willingly knew it. And like. Uh, at the end what of the day, it's a legal mess in its way. This guy bought that case at a flea market back in 2000 and has held it thinking it was real the whole time and now sold it to Logan Paul. Oh, what a poor guy, bro. What a what an awful middleman. <laughs> so really, it's up to Frank at the flea market out there in Sacramento, California. That's where the flea market exists at if you're selling cases of Pokemon cards. I don't know anything about Bro. Sacramento, but that's where I'm imagining this is. Dude, if it, if that was me, dog, like if I if I was in that situation, say I sold him the box, but like I bought that box like back in 1999 and then I saw these articles come out, bro, my heart would sink. I'd be like I got to skip town, bro. I got to change my hair. I got to get the fuck out of what have I done, bro? I'd be shaking, bro. I'd be so nervous. Oh, my God. Or, like, what if he the, sees the articles and he does the opposite? What if he reaches out to Logan Paul's like, hey, here's what I'm offering you, right? I already spent 0.5 of your money. Like, let's be I honest. Already bought, I already bought six cars and 72 houses. But I'll give I you bought out I the Boston back. Bruins Arena for a playoff game in 2022. My bad. <laughs> But I'll give you what I have back, and you just give me the box back, bro. Like, you know, if you're scared about it, like I'd give him the option to be like, if you're scared of it, like, I'll, like I didn't, I don't know if it's real or not. Like, I, I don't know. And then you know, let Logan Paul make the decision. If Logan Paul decides, no, I'll keep it at this point. Like, it's just getting me, you know. What like if I'm getting just, clicks like, right now, bro? Yeah. What if he knows it's fake though? And what if he's just spending $3.5 million on advertisement right now? That's the world of the internet, baby. You can do that. I gotta, I gotta, I'm just, he didn't get to where he was at now being dumb. (laughs) That's true. (laughs) The man's going to open that thing up and make his money back just off the revenue of the stream that he does it on, bro. Like, He's fine. Now he ain't going to be able to sell. Well, he could even sell each pack like on a box break, even if it's fake. It's the Logan Paul fake box, bro. He just branded that fake box. So it's fine. Bruh, but, uh, and what was I saying? But yeah, so that's, that's the story of the fake box right now. 
Um, we'll just if he opens the box and it's we'll just have to wait until he opens the box or if it just we just never hear about it. I'm just going to assume he got a refund and I'm going to be real at this point. That's lame. That's I mean, lame. Yeah. Like, open the box. Yeah. He's got to live with it now. Right. Yeah. He's gotta, you got to yeah. open the box. You know, that old kid show out of the box. What's that? You go bring that shit out of the box. Out we of the box, bro. Speaking of out of the box, I forgot to give a shout out to a card that, uh, uh, gives, gives, uh, got good vibes it's raichu v bro coming out in brilliant stars or if uh talk about it or as jeff chris calls him raichu v raichu jesus christ you guys his names it's uh <laughs> electric blounds bro electric blounds plus 10 except they don't huh plus 10 plus 10 Oh, is it 10 plus 60 times? It's 60. No, it's 60 times, not... Oh, instead times. of 50. Oh, okay. Yeah. I see you. Yeah. Little, little power creep right there. <laughs> uh, the only problem is is we don't have uh, Naga Natals, or you, they don't go to the Lost Zone. You can recycle them back. Yeah, but we do have uh, Mareeps. You do have Mareeps? Yes, that, that is true. That's actually kind of insane. Do we play a Raichu Rayquaza deck now? No, we just play Raichu Mareep. Oh, okay. So Raichu Rayquaza, because Rayquaza draws you cards? No. No, just Raichu Mareep? Just Raichu right. Mareep. Raihan. What about or Bolton? Uh, Bolton is... The, so Bolton's going to be in there, but he's going to be like a one-of, two-of, you know, just a setup guy, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, Man, you can even swing with it if you want. Boltstorm's never a bad attack, bro. You know what the coolest thing about it is? We do have the card that searches for electric Pokemon, much like we had a card that searched for Ultra Beast. So, oh yeah, the Stormy Mountains. Yeah, bro, you're, yeah, lit, it is you're... literally. It is literally Blounds. With the only thing you're missing is your Beast Ring turns. Oh yeah, yeah. Let let me get Electric Ring or something like yeah, that. Yeah, that'd, that'd be great. That or or the alternative a, to all of thing, that bro. is if you could just give me. Electro power back, like give me plus on damage or beast ring somehow, and I would um be the happiest kid alive. Isn't there like a supporter that does that attack? Oh, know. uh, if you played the Bolson V Max, if you're about that, you could play Rose. That's true. Yeah, but but the the other thing that like is cool about this like about Raichu over Blounds is you can attack with Bolton, right? So like you can, instead yeah. of having to waste your energy, like if you need your energy the next turn, you could always go Bolton attack and then finish it up with Raichu or whatever the case may be. So Blounds didn't have that option. Blounds needed Beast Ring because it was, I have to empty the board and I have to do it again next turn. So That is true. I know you're excited about Raichu, bro. I am. It's going to suck. It's gonna suck yeah, just like probably gonna just suck. like Rayquaza does. Well, but... we don't know. We don't know what's all in Brilliant Star, and Rayquaza might not even be that bad because Ultra Ball is coming out. There's something to think about. I love that. I, every time I hear that, I get excited. <laughs> it's like Ultra Ball. You're like, what's my pet deck? It gets a little bit better, but so does everything else. But Ultra Ball is coming out, so I think it just speed up the game so much. Um, I was talking to Alex Cole last night. Shout out my boy. And it was like, what would you rather have Ultra Ball come back or regionals? I was like, well, obviously regionals. 
No. But think about it, though. No, I'd rather locals with Ultra Ball than regionals any day of the week. <laughs> Sorry, guys. I love Pokemon and I love traveling, but that'll come back eventually. Anyhow, I want Ultra Ball. Because it changes yeah. the game. It changes the game so much. It it It's ridiculous how much a search card is needed. Yeah, especially that, that magnitude that can find anything. And it also looks nice when you play it down on a custom play mat that you get from Inked Gaming, my dude. Maybe oh. with a Raichu on it now, saying that's oh, my yeah. coming out. Oh, yeah, yeah, brilliant start, because, you know, like, regionals could be coming back. We don't know yet. I mean, as of right now, they're confirmed. And I know you guys like that custom play mats. We can't get custom card sleeves. They got to be Pokemon branded. Unless you play other card games, you can have custom card sleeves and stuff like that. But Inked Gaming has you covered on all the things gaming that you want customized. Like, for example, the playmat, right? We're going to have a sick logo that I'm going to get from uh, Inked Gaming and stuff like that. But you can get yours if you hit our affiliate link down below. Go ahead and uh, hit that up. Get you that custom playmat that you've always wanted. You got a sick art design that either your homie drew, you drew, your child drew. And instead of putting that picture on the fridge, you put it on a playmat. You can get that made at InkedGaming.com. Actually, that's a good idea for a... Uh, Custom play mat. I'm gonna have my daughter draw some squigglies. Might make right. a play mat out of that. This is a hype. conversation piece, nonetheless, you know. Yeah, oh, for sure. They'll be like, who drew that? I'd be like, my three year old was good. They'd be like, that's great. I'd be like, I know it. So hit our affiliate link down below. And yeah, we'll be we'll be chilling. Help us out and help us help our boys over and girls over at Inked Gaming. Now, last thing I want to leave you guys with before we take off. New Year's Eve was the saddest day of my life. Michigan played Georgia. It wasn't so, good. Before we get into this, I want to, you know, go back a minute to last week on the podcast when we were talking about sports ball and somebody amongst the three of us that were there was talking mad shit about Michigan uh, just bodying Georgia. Match it. And then somebody else was like, that's not going to happen, dude. You're crazy. And then I didn't know what was going on, so I just kept repeating Roll Tide. It's fine. I live in Alabama. It's cool. That's that's how we say hello. Um, so now we fast forward to the actual game, and uh, one of them was right. And one of them, was, I feel, owes so the other right. one a lot of money. <laughs> well, I don't owe him any money because I didn't make a bet, but I will give him a lot of credit. I will shout out my boy Mike Morton right now. Go pick his album up. That's what that that's what I owe him. A plug. He said Michigan wouldn't score more than eleven points, bro. The final score was thirty-four to eleven. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, look, we are, we're always big on foreshadowing on the Floaty Cast. We've called a lot of things right in the past. Um, sometimes it's our. I'm guess. still trying to figure out how they got eleven points. I forgot they kicked a field goal. Oh, they went for two. They went for two. He kicked a field goal, scored a touchdown, went for a two-point conversion. That's it. Yeah, it was it wasn't good. <laughs> it was 34 to 3 most of the game. We scored a garbage time touchdown. It was bad. But we got there. That's all that matters. We were in the playoffs. We beat Ohio State. That's all I care about. That's it. So shout out to Michigan for making it all the way. Alabama, Georgia, who you got? I don't know. Alabama, because I roll tide 
sure, give it to me. Alabama can close it out. I figured we'd have to give a national championship prediction since we, uh, I, well, we, I mean, me was hyping up college football for like on, two weeks. On, honestly, I want Georgia to win, though. Like, I don't know anything. Let's just put that out there. I'll put that out there every time I talk about football. I have no idea what I'm talking about. But I work with a lot of Alabama fans. And it would be a lot of fun. To see the depression on their face the next day would be absolutely amazing. So I hope that Georgia wins. But if the hype is real where I work and it's anything, you know, signifying what kind of season they had, I'd imagine that Alabama's got the better team. So we'll see. Only time will tell. And that's, uh, Four days away. You know what? I'm not watching the game, so it's fine. <laughs> All right. On that note, Scott, this was an awesome episode. Um, I forgot to announce this last week. Spotify does review or not reviews ratings. You know the deal. Five, Give five us stars. five stars. Five, Four please. stars. Three stars. Need- Just rate us. Yeah, I'd appreciate it. That'd be awesome. So if you got, and I know most of our listeners listen on Spotify too. That's like our biggest platform. Thank you guys. Appreciate it. Also, I think I mentioned we hit 10K downloads. I want to mention that again. Not a not a shame to plug do that you, out. But, uh, do you want to mention the other thing we found out this week too? The shout out to uh, a certain country. Oh yeah, we got top, we were top eight in Czech Republic. What up though, Czech Republic? Good looks. One of my favorite goalies of all time came from the Czech, so I got mad love for Czech Republic. Shout out Dominic Oshik. I know he's a big listener of the podcast. Probably <laughs> not, but that would be fucking dope. Yeah, it's, it's amazing <laughs> to me that, you know, like, uh, we're top 10 in gaming podcasts, period, in the Czech. Like, in, anywhere. I'd, like, when I saw that, I was like, this has got to be photoshopped. But uh, shout uh, out no, to it's you legit. Guys, shout out to the Czech Republic, bro. They're holding it down for the homies. You love us, hey, we love you. We love you, and we're gonna uh we'll start sending support tickets to get you guys a regional sometime. We'll try. <laughs> they, they don't listen to us. <laughs> they actually anyway. talk about canceling us like constantly. <laughs> we be getting DMs from Mr. Pokemon. He'll be like, Hey bro, can you uh if you're gonna do a podcast like that, can you uh talk about another card game? Be like Magic the Gathering, it is. <laughs> nah, fuck that. We could talk about that nah. my hero though. Hey, bro. Oh, hey. Oh, real quick. All you so I want there, my... be... Hurry up. Say what you got to say. I got to say something else. Oh, I was gonna say I walked by the. I was in the card shop yesterday playing in this Digimon tournament. Walked by somebody opening a booster box of that up, bro. Them cards look good. I yeah, don't know I mean... anything about the show, but they well, look cool. The downside to the cards right now is all of them, or at least 90% of them, are just screen grabs from the show. Oh, that's but, Dragon Ball is like that, too. Yeah, that's... I like Dragon true. Ball cards. I won't play the game. I just like holding uh, on to the, them. The game, is, uh, the game is universes. It's the same system. So if you like universes, you like it. Um, it is what it is. I, I don't know. I never played it before this. I like the system. I like the cards. Uh, if but what I was gonna say, if you're out there and you play the card game, and you want to hit me up and play on webcam so I could practice for these tournaments that I'm gonna be playing, let me know because I have experience playing two different people and I need to play a wide variety to know if I'm any good or not. So this man roasts me for playing Digimon. 
Digimon's badass. I don't give a fuck. Digimon anyway, does, well, that's... Digimon doesn't have my anime crush in it, and that's how it goes, bro. I'm sorry. I don't know, bro. There was this Bealstermon. Beel Starmon. I pulled it. was a secret rare. I pulled out of my box. That's on YouTube. Go check it out. She kind of a babe, bro. I mean, but she's not my anime crush. Fair enough. Fair enough. Not mine either. Shout out to the OG Bulma and Tifa, Tifa Lockhart. <laughs> anyway, that's it. Scott, I know you got the plugs. So uh, I'm going to go uh, let Craig deal with the rest of this. Sounds good. All right, guys, you know the deal. Check us out on YouTube. Check us out on uh, Twitter. Uh, add both me and Maxlow on there. All the links for that are in the description down below. Add us on Facebook. Um, add the... Don't the, add me uh, on Facebook. Don't add him on Facebook. Add the um, FloatyCast on channel. Facebook. Um, add, uh, add us on the Patreon or check out our Patreon. Do something with our Patreon. Let us know how Patreon works so we could hit that up. Um, and yeah, that's it. That's Join one of our New up. Year's resolutions. It is. <laughs> so far, <laughs> we haven't made headway on and, it. And... Uh, and you guys still can follow me on Twitch if you want, I guess. I will, yeah. I mean, if you want. <laughs> don't be looking for content on there. Just follow me there, I guess. I don't know. I like seeing numbers rise. It's cool. Numbers numbers rising is honestly the best part of this. Uh, it's some gratification. Uh, okay, people are not numbers. Yeah, but we don't just, know. Just... So, like, here's the thing: we can't communicate with you, so we can see that we're doing good. So, when our numbers grow, I feel like we're doing good, and it makes me feel great. I well, one more thing before I get this is my last thing. I was at work today, miserable as hell, and this dude, I don't know who he was. I I don't know if I should know who he is. So, to this guy who came up to me while I'm over here dying out in the cold and wet, never met him before in my life was like, hey, man, I like your YouTube. And I was like, the fuck? Hold the phone. <laughs> Hold on. What What did you just say to me? Like the flow, he, he was like the flow T-cast. I was like, oh, my goodness. I brought a tear to my eye, bro. It made my day that much better that a random person at my store knew who I was because of the flow T-cast. That's actually hype. Great. I'm sorry to let you that know was that it's me in a disguise, but I told you I was at Walmart earlier. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, shout no, out to my true. man. If you're listening to this podcast, dude, that meant that made my day. And he's probably going to be like, you do know who I am. And I'm going to be like, oh, <laughs> but, but at the time I didn't know who it was and I couldn't believe it that somebody pointed me out because of the pod or the YouTube channel. I was insane, man. It really was. But on that note, this has been episode 77. Guys, have a wonderful week, weekend, and we'll catch you guys back next week with our final picks of what we're going to play at the 1K tournament. Are we telling Spoiler everybody? Spoiler alert. No. Do I have to decide <laughs> by the time the podcast comes? Because I don't do that. You may do that. I don't do that. I will decide on the card. So when I say up. the final picks, it'll just be me. <laughs> All right, but this has been episode 77. We'll catch you guys next week. Peace. Peace. Shit, shit, shit. Bro, we got to do something real quick. Look, I was trying to sleep and everything, but 
apparently Japan and Pokemon decided they were like, you know what? Let's fuck the Floaty Cast boys, and we've been giving them all the all the stuff before everybody else. So let's uh let's let them record their pod, and let's drop all the Brilliant Star stuff. And we said no. We're coming back. We're gonna review this set real quick. Before we take off, Scott, have you seen some of these cards, bro? It's insane, dog. Listen, man, I'm not going to lie to you. I was already, my head was on a pillow. I was getting ready for the day tomorrow. Um, I'm looking at them right now. <laughs> he said, I ain't seen nothing except for what the group chat was blowing up, bro. I'll tell you what, it all started with this one card. I was, I, I was actually, I had to run to the gas station real quick. And my phone blew up because of this one card. It's called Manaphy. I don't know if you guys have heard that Pokemon before. We're just going to get right into it, by the way. Manaphy. Why is Manaphy special? You're wondering? Well, it has this ability, and it's a very highly requested ability. Prevent all damage. Oh, did I say what the ability was called? Wave Veil? But it prevents Wave all veil, yeah. damage done to your bench Pokemon by your opponent's attack. That's insane for this meta because, well, have you guys heard of G-Max Rapid Flow? Uh, more importantly, have you guys heard of a little uh, shockingly good attack from Jolteon V-Max? I forget what the actual attack is called, but the Japanese <laughs> version was called Max Thunderclap. So that's what I'm calling it. <laughs> but yeah, both of those hit the bench and... If I'm correct, I'm pretty sure those are tier one decks. <laughs> and matter of fact, no. matter of fact, all the cards that were released beforehand and have came out in uh like Fusion Strike or whenever were kind of gatekept by those two cards or those two decks in general. And now we have an answer, and it's Manaphy. And if I didn't say so, before, real quick, uh, we are not covering everything that was already released. So we're just covering the new stuff. I don't remember if I said that, but I'm just reiterating. I, I, I don't know. We've already covered the other stuff in previous episodes. So, yeah. you know, if you want to know about that, just go ahead and check out another episode. <laughs> like Raichu V. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like this episode that we just covered, Raichu V. Yeah. No, uh, no. So here's some downsides to Manaphy, right? It's 70 HP. I don't know why that's a downside because other than Dragapult, there's nothing that can put damage on it. But you know, it's I, 70 HP, right? So um, I, it's 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 weak. Yeah, it, it is level ballable though. That's important is, to yes. Yeah, very level ballable. I think the bigger weakness of this thing is is it's water type and Jolteon, baby Jolteon, shuts off water type abilities. So I don't know if like. Uh, Rapid Strike Urshifu or Jolteon is going to adapt to that and just play uh, play that baby Jolteon line. I mean, they could, theoretically, because like Lumineon V, which we covered before, is a water type. And then the uh, Inteleons are obviously water type as well. So that could be a problem. Ooh. Yeah, actually, I could see a lot of decks starting to play that <laughs> maybe 2-1 or 1-1 line. Of that baby Jolteon yeah. just to shut off all the water support, or That's the a... or the Dream Ball engine. Oh my gosh! I will, <laughs> I, if somebody pulls off the Dream Ball engine to shut off my Inteleons, 
I can't begin to express how upset <laughs> and angry I would be. Like we're talking table flip level of salt right there. Yeah, for sure. Oh, I do got to shout out uh, Justin Bean for that one, or I would have never brought that up. So uh, thank you for that uh, heads up play. Which is fitting because he's one of he was a great friend of mine and a super big homie, but uh, he makes me want to table flip with the amount of salt <laughs> while I'm playing him all the time. So. <laughs> Another card I do want to look at is the fourth and final V-Star has been, well, I guess the sixth and final because of the two, Glaceon and Leafeon. Whimsicott V-Star, my dude. I first saw this card, I was like, this thing is trash. But this pairs well gotta, with Shadow Rider. I got to find it. Hold on. Oh, just scroll down is a little it, bit. It's psychic. psychic yeah. Right? Yeah. Um... It does, for Psychic Colorless, Colorless, it does Tricky Wind, uh, not to be confused with Tricky Gym. They're about the same, I guess. 160 damage. feature this Pokemon on his channel, he's Oh, you know he will, bro. It does 160 with, and your opponent can't play Pokemon tools or special energy from their hand during their next turn. This is almost Chaos Wheel, but your opponent can still play Stadiums, which is kind of annoying. And it has a V-Star Power Attack. Cotton Ball Star, this attack does 60 damage to one of your opponent's Pokemon for each energy attached to this Pokemon. So what's oh, the that's good. So what's the first uh what's the first Pokemon you're thinking of pairing this with? Calyrex, bro. Yeah, dude. You can put like seventy-two thousand uh energy on the board and then you're sixty times that. So Yeah, I mean just like I mean, hold on. So how so sixty times four is two forty, five is 300 so with six energy you ko anything right yeah so you get that in one play, turn yeah imagine a play where you go raihan um attach or not even i mean yeah i guess you have to raihan right so raihan attach um shadow rider shadow rider shadow rider shadow rider and knock out anything yep. no matter where it is on the board mm -hmm. exactly or you can do tricky win for the first turn, and then the next turn you're putting like four more energy on the board, so you got like nine, which is like way too much. But like that's a guaranteed KO, right? Right. So, or you know, you just build it up slowly. You know what I'm saying? You hit one tricky wind. If they don't KO that, you've been powering up the one on the bench the whole time. You see what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Just this thing is gonna take sneaky knockouts all the live long day. Yeah. And what does the baby one do? Or the regular V fluffy obstruction? Uh, if the defending Pokemon is a basic, it can't attack the next turn. That's okay. It and only it has, does 20 damage. And it has Cotton Guard, which uh, you take 30 less damage from attacks. But most important with this is it's not weak to Dark. It's no. weak to Metal. Yeah, it's weak to Metal. So it can shut Zacian down, like with Fluffy Obstruction for a turn, to kind of survive. But um, other than that, like you're just setting a Whimsicott down to threaten a knockout, which that's also good too. Cause if you set the Whimsicott down, they got to target down that Whimsicott and not the shadow riders. And then if the shadow riders are fine, you can build up big knockouts with just them too. So I think this is really good for shadow rider for sure. Maybe yeah, better I mean, than Ocrami. Maybe. Ooh, yeah, I think so. I'm going to go ahead and call that. Um, I think you play this over Ocrami, but I think it's a direct swap. I don't think that you, you know, because this takes the same knockout as Alchemy, except yeah. for you don't have to chase down the chase down the guy to do it. You know, you yeah. just do it wherever. If they retreat, cool, you're just taking them down. If they leave them active, cool, you're just still doing the same thing. So, right. And 
you get the added benefit of that if they knock it out, it's only a two prizer effect instead of three. So it's definitely better than uh, I I think it's better than Alchemy in a Shadow Rider deck for sure. Yeah, in um, Shadow Rider specifically. Yeah, and then we got another V that was announced, Hunchcrow V. I love the name this, of this ability. <laughs> this man, this 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 bird. Oh my god! This beef, bro. <laughs> Honcho Stash. Duh. <laughs> what a name. <laughs> this Pokemon can have up to four Pokemon tools attached to it. If this ability stops working, discard tools from this Pokemon until there is one. So you can put four big charms on this thing, and it'll have 320 HP as a two-prizer. You can put four. three of another put... tool we'll talk about. Yeah, I was about to say, you could put you could put more of the other tool we're going to talk about later to, you know, make this attack worthwhile right right um you could put a tool jammer plus two big charms you know what i'm saying you could put uh oh you could oh wait you could run cape of toughness on this it's a basic can't you oh so you can make so this thing four 400 hp 400 <laughs> hp i forgot about oh my god you can put four air balloons on this thing and it'll have Ne your opponent has to pay your retreat cost. Actually, that's not Basically, true. <laughs> that'd be oh my gosh. I would actually, if that was the ruling that happened in Japan for whatever reason, I would die. Well, one thing that's cool about this Honchkrow, though, for real, is the fact that you can stash tools, which you can't, like, spread them around. But, like, say you have a handful of tools, right? And you're trying to, um, you're trying to, like, crowbat or thin the hand down for whatever reason you can just throw tools on this thing and then like thin your hand down to keep going too that was something like in the Silvalli when i used to play Silvalli there was a magirna that came down or the uh there was a genesect dx you just yeah put a couple of or put some tools on it just so you can keep drawing cards so that's pretty cool too um but yeah uh, i mean power in the scarily obscurely it's also good and uh and you know expanded rotom decks right you need tools in the discard you just attach oh, all four here God. and then you get rid of it with the uh parallel universe you know then you got four in the discard parallel city you mean yeah same thing parallel yeah. parallel something <laughs> totally totally better than just battle compressor for the inevitable battle compressor ban so <laughs> something to think about I mean, just, you know, forethought for the future, right? Battle Compressor will, in fact, get a ban. You heard it here on the Flotty Cast first, but... Yeah. And then we got Flygon V is another one. Is there another... Any other Pokemon? Oh, well, there's a Wormadam or Worm Adams we didn't cover. We're not covering that. Yeah, I anyway, keep going. It or not, I refuse to acknowledge that as a Pokemon. <laughs> yeah, we can't even find it in Diamond and Pearl. We got Flygon V. Uh, when I saw the attack before I saw the energy requirement, I was like, yo, this card is good. 160 plus. If your opponent's active Pokemon is a VMAX, this does 160 more damage than discard three energy from this Pokemon. So this is a one-shot machine, but it's grass fighting, fighting colorless. Who? Who? Who designed this? Who said this attack cost was going to exist? <laughs> Somebody who believes in double color or double dragon energy, but we still ain't got it yet. I mean, 
in, in an expanded format where VMAX run rampant, this is actually a fairly decent card, right? Yeah. But I, you know what? Maybe you play it with uh, what's the what's the flip, and you get an energy from the discard. Oh, turbo patch. I mean, you could turbo patch. Right? You can make a meme deck out of that. I wish this thing was like single strike or something, because it's a knockout machine. Yeah. But you can at least accelerate the fighting energies to it. Yeah, I mean, or at like rapid strike, right? And you make it rapid strike, and then you only have to attach two times, but yeah. you have to discard rapid strike. Like, that seems fair as well, right? Or if it was like grass Having... fighting double colorless, that would be kind of cool too. Yeah, then you're doing 300 instead of 320, which is yeah. fine. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's still a I lot. I feel like that's for, a good trade off for a two prizer, but it's not. So it's kind of boo-boo until they find some way to accelerate it. Bring back Max Elixir. Okay, so we got a card also that I kind of looked over, but um, it needs to be mentioned, is Farfetch'd. Farfetch'd with a two-colorless attack does 20 damage plus 10 times for each damage counter on your opponent's active Pokemon. So this thing is cleaning up everything. As I said in my Twitter post, this is the best cleanup hitter since Miguel Cabrera of 2012. Cleanup hitters are the guys that bring in the runs, you know. This dude's yeah. taking the knockouts. Like, you do 200 damage to a uh, to a Pokemon. Like, uh, you could play this, let's say Zacian. I'm just throwing an example out there. You could play this in Zacian. They swing for 230, and then you play this guy. Like, you follow up your attack and just do this. Like, in a two-shot meta, this thing's knocking out everything. Uh, I don't think anybody plays this card. I think it's too slow. I think the format is moving to, like, right. one-shot or almost one-shot. I don't think anybody's playing this card at all. Bro, but Turbo Energy, though. I still don't think anybody's playing this card. So, I mean, it's level-ballable, which is great. It's searchable. Um, I just don't think... Like, you start this card early game, and you just have... You're not going forward at all, right? So what, you play like one or two and then you never find it and you're forced to use your other strategies to begin with, right? I feel like you're just taking away from your own win con in order to add this secondary win con that's unnecessary if you're going to two-shot everything anyhow. But it's far-fetched, bro. Just, okay, just... To, to think that people will actually play this card is what's really far-fetched. Uh <laughs> I'll give you that one. <laughs> All right, Scott, tell me about the best colorless Pokemon not named Arceus in this in this little thing. I'll let you find All it. All right. Uh, no, I already found it. I already found it. Although, when I clicked on it, it didn't pop up what I thought it was going to. So, hold on. Let me let me find it again. Uh, wow. Where'd it go? Starts with a B. I'm glad this, glad this link doesn't exist. Hold on. Cool. So, uh, by barrel, by barrel, beaver, by barrel, beaver. beaver. Oh, it's a beaver. <laughs> sort of. Okay. It's, it's a be. So it's sense. a be. Beanusaur. <laughs> Just kidding. It's, it's a beanusaur. I was so reaching for that one. You guys remember this octopus that used to let you draw cards with a uh, thing called a bistle hand. Uh, this is the same thing. Its ability is efficient front teeth, which 
I, I gotta be honest. Pokemon is killing it with the ability names nowadays. Oh my god, um, they're crushing it. Keep going. So, You're doing great. Efficient front teeth. Once during your turn, you may draw until you have five cards in your hand. Uh, so better Rose Tower on a stage one, right? You'll see this played in a lot of setup decks. You'll see it played in a lot of one pressure decks. You'll see it played in a lot of decks that play down their hands constantly. I'm going to be honest with you. This seems like a card that screams Rapid Strike all day long. I can see it's that. Like Rapid Strike Malamar, to be specific, right? Like, Yeah, for sure. Um, I th Yeah, I think so. Well... The, uh, what is it, the Mancinos, like, build your hand up a little bit better, but, like, this, I mean, you're also cleaning, you're cleaning out your hand, right? Like, when you do the attack, so, like, yeah, clean so out your like hand you, and reset it. You draw three, so, like, the issue with, with, uh, Rapid Strike Malamar that a lot of people hit is, is they, they don't have access to the Bruno at all times, right? And to take the big knockouts, like, if you run into a situation where you got to knock out two V-Maxes in two turns, which happens a lot in that deck, it takes a while to set up um if you run into that situation bruno was the key because with bruno you could bruno and then chinchino and then search out what you need and hit the right amount of cards right but if you play down your whole hand you didn't have bruno now you're starting with one or two cards and you are forced to use uh octillery to get karina's focus instead of bruno because you still need to swing right this allows you to hit five cards off the top, find that Bruno, and then start the combo from there. So um, I think this is definitely a 2-1 or maybe even a 1-1 in Rapid Strike Malamar. I think that other decks that have low hand counts play this card. Um, you're not really punished if you play like a 1-1 or a 2-1, right? Um, and, you know, worst case scenario, it gets knocked out and what you give your opponent one prize, which means literal nothing in this format, so... Yeah, for sure. I think I agree. Yeah, taking one prize like in a three prize meta. Um, and I mean, even when Brilliant Stars comes out, it's still going to be a three prize meta, right? There wasn't really right. any like jaw dropping V Star card that came out that completely shifted the format. That'll be next set when Darkrai comes out. Um, is yeah. So like, like using your resources to shut their draw down like that while they also have already set up and built their board. This isn't like dealing with this isn't going to be your main focus unless you can, you know, hit the bench, but we already talked about that bench barriers out. Let's go. So I'm a big fan of them bringing back abyssal hand and the ability of efficient front teeth. Now I'm also going to put out a petition to the community that when we refer to octillery at this point, we don't call it abyssal hand no more. It is efficient front teeth. All right. Uh, that's probably not going to happen. That's <laughs> going to happen just about as quickly as people, you know, still saying, you know, sycamore instead of like professors or, or Lysander. Or like yeah. Like people still boss's order and they're like Lysander and you're like, cool, bro. Oh, uh, no, no. But just saying boss is like dope or like research or no boss is the best one. Just be like, Bouse, you know, like Rick Ross. So yeah, probably they'll probably still say. Abyssal Do you think hand. Rick Ross would say it like that if you played Pokemon? Yes. Okay. Yes, I do. Uh, another card. Uh, this came out a while back, but we didn't really talk about it. It's not that great because it's Tornadus. 
It has the same ability as the old Fion. When you play this Pokemon from your hand onto your bench, you may have your opponent switch their active. Oh, no, this sucks. <laughs> this, the, the, everything about this is sucks. It's a gust effect, yeah. but like your opponent gets to choose. You can't put this thing back on the bench. We, you have to play it like you have to use the effect when you play it on the bench and it has 120 hp so uh sorry tornadoes you are bad now super bad the coolest thing that came out in all of this my man we're going we're on the items now scott what item came out that like made your uh made your pants a little bit tighter so check this out the world has been screaming, not only the Pokemon community, but the world has been screaming for a no-shit way to increase damage in the Pokemon TCG. They started with Vitality Band. They gave us Vitality Band, and people said, the fuck am I supposed to do with this? It's the most garbage-ass. Who cares about 10 HP? It fixes, like, three math, and that's it. So, TPCI said, all right, we got you. We got you. We're not going to make it super broken, but we're going to make it broken. And they gave us Choice Belt. So this is a tool that does exactly what you think it should do. It does 30 extra damage to your opponent's active V Pokemon. Fixing every bit of math you could ever want. Making your 270s, 300s. You know, making your uh, Shadow Rider Calyrex attack that was just a little bit short, no longer short. It makes um, your... And just, Make sure Mew V attack do 360 with four power tablets. Three and 60. It makes it makes four fusion strike energies, 310. Which is insane. Yeah, that's like, kind of insane. It's ridiculous. But, so, it's it's good. This it's very... It's really good. I I haven't heard... I've heard one person complain about it, but I'm going to not acknowledge it i think the most important thing about this is that emery taylor has to wear the band and the belt he's already tweeted about it it has to happen also just the fact that this card is here right like coming off the bench rapid strike urshifu hits 180 right like that's 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 big math right that's two shot everything yeah. uh eternatus gets ultra ball and this card and now Eternatus can hit some numbers with Zigzagoon pings uh, that yeah. can hit 340. Like, that's insane. Um, what else? What else is good that was just a little bit short? Uh, Zacian 260, which that doesn't really fix anything. Uh, uh, Rapid Strike Malamar is always coming up. Yeah. 30 short. Rapid Strike Malamar can hit those numbers. Like, oh, bro. And then what we were alluding to earlier... Our boy Honchcrow V is swinging for, for 250 damage. Not a so big deal. Let's, let's talk about how that's not that great, though, right? So yeah. he's a weak Pokemon that's hitting for 130 base plus four damage modifiers. Hits the same as every other Pokemon out there. Yeah, no. But your opponent has to re reveal their hand. You don't get to do anything to it, but they got to show you. Yeah, I get to see your hand and be like, "Oh shit, I'm fucked next turn, ain't I?" I'm losing next turn. <laughs> I am. I am you know, cooked. My boy Honchkrow tried. That's what really matters. Yeah, for sure. Like the I, real question is, 
now if if let's say they produce Hunch Pro V Max and he doesn't have the same ability, like do you just stack one of each tool and then when you evolve you decide which one you need to keep based on the situation? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I think honestly for Pokemon's sake, they're just gonna be like, Don't print that. <laughs> Don't print a V Max. You're gonna piss people off. Uh, another tool card that we got to talk about because we haven't yet is Pot Helmet. We haven't talked about this one, but I don't really... I mean... Yeah, it, yeah we did. Oh, we did? No. It does 30 less damage. Uh, yeah. From non-rule boxes. Anyway, keep yeah. going. Uh, what yeah, else I, are I we missing? If not, it wasn't worth mentioning anyhow. Yeah. So. Uh, Roseanne's Backup. That was announced a while back. But I don't... We haven't talked about that. Oh, yeah. Uh, choose one or more. Shuffle a Pokemon from your discard pile into your deck. Shuffle a Pokemon tool card, a stadium card, or an energy. Not a basic. It can be a basic or a special energy. Uh, you can shuffle any of those from your discard piles to your deck, and you can choose one or more. This is a pretty good card. I think so. I think it's... It's not bad. It's okay. I It... it it has that thing where it's like, do you want to research or do you want to boss or Marnie over this? Like, like, would you play this over one of those three? Unless you're Mew VMAX, would you play this over boss or sparkle? There might be a time yep. where you do play this over sparkle, right? Because you need, like, if you lose a fusion strike energy, you need to get that back. I mean, it could be good. I... That's, that's one energy, though. Sometimes you're one energy short, my guy. That's true. So I like that it says one or more, right? So you could literally choose one of each, mm -hmm. um, which is, you know, uh, kind of insane to think. That's another um, thing. Especially you could, for control. Yeah, for control too, because that's four cards, right? Like yeah. So if you're playing, so if you're playing four of these, um, and you're playing four, four Path to the Peaks then there's no way your opponent wins the stadium more, right? Um, plus, you're getting the energy card. You're getting the double colorless. I'd assume that that's what you, whatever it's called, the new double colorless, um, or whatever you need, right, to do whatever attack you're doing to do the thing. Um, you get the tool, like the tool jammer. You get to shuffle the tool jammer back in to shut off your opponent's tools, right? Um, and you get the Pokemon that you need. So, like, in control decks, I can see this being a very, very viable card. For sure. For sure. Oh, speaking of control, there was one Pokemon we didn't talk about. That's Floatzel, back in the water type. With Floatify, one water energy, put two item cards from your discard pile into your hand. It's Junk Hunt, but it's on a stage one. That could be good in control. That should be good in control. Yeah, not that we're control experts by any means. Yeah. You'd have to uh, talk to some people more... Educated in the matter, yeah, but, um, but they but they both seem like cards that are like an auto fit for those type of decks. Mm -hmm. Hundred percent, and that's about it. There was some gym promos that were announced. It was Infernape V, which was bad, but the art looked cool. And then there was Riley that came out. That's hilarious. It's where you reveal five cards from your deck, and. uh was it you reveal five cards from your deck, your opponent chooses... Your opponent picks two for you to discard, and then you get to keep the other three. 
Yeah. <laughs> imagine, imagine playing that. You have five bangers, and your opponent just like scoops. <laughs> just yeah, that's because it. he's just... he's like, I I don't want to choose. <laughs> there, there is one more one more Pokemon I'd like to mention. All right, before we get out of here, and it's not it's not great, it's not bad, it's not great. I think it's fun, it's funny, um, and that's the Empoleon. Oh, so the Empoleon? I don't know if you looked at it or not. Yeah, so its ability is Emergency Ascent. Once during your turn, if this card is in your discard pile and you have zero cards in your hand, you can play this card onto your bench and then draw three. Um, and then, so Water Arrow, this attack does 60 damage to one of your opponent's Pokemon. So, theoretically, I mean, you could, like, develop a thing where you're doing how much does Telescopic do extra? Uh, 30, 30. 50? 30. So you're doing 90 to the bench um, for free. Or it's one water, right? But you're getting him for free. And then you're playing the Abyssal Hand. And we have Ultra Ball, so discarding your hand isn't really that terrible. I mean, we've already seen that you could discard to one card in your hand all day long, and that's how people keep winning with Beedrill. So yeah. the cards exist. They're out there. Uh, I'm not saying it's great, but it's a good way to piss off your locals. Yeah, it's also a... Uh, it's also a... Uh, 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 I don't know. It's just a. It, it it could be good. All right, you could like snipe some drizzles real quick. You know, be chilling. Oh, there was a stadium that we didn't talk about. Collapse Stadium. I waited on this one for it to be officially revealed. Uh, I, like it was leaked a while back, but we didn't say nothing about it. Each player can't have more than four bench Pokemon. If a player has four or more bench Pokemon, they discard until they have four on the bench. The player who played this card discards first. If more than one effect changes the number of bench Pokemon. Use a smaller number. This card, that, like bench limitations, is always good. I'm not saying the stadium sucks, um, because it affects some decks like Mew. Mew can only draw five instead of six. Uh, Eternatus, but like speaking of Eternatus, I think Path to the Peak limits it worse because you can't use Crobat or anything like that. Unless they evolve into using that Liper that came out, which I don't know. I mean, it could go that way. I have no idea. But I think Path to the Peak is, theoretically, I think is better. But this could yeah. be good. Um, I don't know. But I do think... I mean, if you're, if you're playing a deck that doesn't need 100 things on your bench and you don't have a stadium to play, though, this seems like a sure fit because it does hinder decks right it hinders mm -hmm. Mew. it hinders shadow rider which we already talked about is getting some bonuses um it hinders sylveon not you know not that we've been hyping that up or anything like that oh my um, god choice ban with sylveon <laughs> it hinders uh eternatus you know like you said um it hinders i mean it hinder, even hinders like smaller decks like it hinders uh malamar um because if you don't have the whole setup on your board then you can't hit the numbers right so um it, it does do a lot um but i don't think it does more than another stadium if there's one that helps your deck right so this hurts your opponent's deck if there's a stadium that helps your deck that's still the better way to go i think facts yeah i think so too and that's it pretty much of all that we just wanted to get a quick little um initial thoughts since this has just came out i'm sure over the coming episodes we'll theory craft more and more i know february 25th is like six thousand years away so like we got time 
It's and, literally seven weeks. Yeah, but it feels like forever, bro. Okay. All right. <laughs> all right, boys and girls. Uh, that's it. We already did all our plugs and stuff like that. I'm not going to bore you with the details. We're just going to head on out of here. So we'll see y'all for next week's episode. Peace. Peace again. Yeah.